Hey, what's going on? It's Bill Burr, and it's time for the Thursday afternoon, just before Friday, Monday morning podcast. And if you're watching this, <laughs> you know that I'm, I'm not a vain person, okay? I'm not the kind of person that films myself just to film myself, you know, like some other fucking politicians out there. Um, you know that, <laughs> that, <laughs> that if I film myself, that means I have a guest. And you know I don't bring a guest on unless I respect them, sort of. No, unless I respect them. <laughs> it's one of my old friends in comedy. He's got a new stand-up special called What a Day, coming out December 13th on Netflix. The one, the only, the breadwinner and the bread maker, <laughs> Mr. Tom Papa. What's Good to going see you, on? Billy. Thanks for having me. No worries. So you got to look at you. Yeah. Look at you. You went out and you filmed a goddamn special. Yeah, I did another one. Where'd you do this one at? In Boston. You did? At the Wilbur. At the Wilbur. Yep. Yeah. Two shows at the Wilbur. How was it? With it Bill was great. Oh, it's great to have you back, Tom. <laughs> it was good. It was really, uh, I had the Wilbur on my calendar. I was like, why don't we just shoot it there? Like, that's, right. that's a better place. And then um, it all worked out. We just put another show When up did you and, shoot it? Uh, October 1st. Of this year? Yeah. You put just it out it. that fast? Yeah. Shot it. They liked it. Edited it. They said, can we get it on before the end of the year? We said, yeah, we can do it. Well, I mean, it's not that much to do. It isn't. You know? Usually like one show more than the other. Yeah, and everybody and else likes the other one. And then the other one's like a parts car. <laughs> right. You know, you just take a little muffler here, a little side yeah. view here, and you got yourself a nice show. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do about an act, though? An act? Yeah. Well, you mean like when I go back on tour? Yeah. Um, fake it. Fake it, right? Hey, look at your shirt. That's yeah. pretty. Hey, hey what do you do you for been a married? Living? <laughs> hey, how about Bring you? Bring out the plate spinning? <laughs> I've, got, uh, I've got like probably 20 that I'm happy with right now there you go that and means then, you have a good 30 you have a high you have high standards <laughs> yeah so uh it'll it'll come in I don't have to really go hard on the road until like end of January oh is that right yeah oh so, that's great so I'm I'll be in good shape wrapping up my my uh my tour yeah uh, next two weekends and uh then I don't have anything I don't yeah. have nothing 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 I'm not doing anything oh. three glorious months oh, it's then good. I'll be back to the grind but I'm just gonna take like a little summer vacation in the winter yeah that's good yeah you need to you need to it's uh and then you I don't know I go back and forth like I burn out I don't wanna like right now I'm pretty burnt you right. know I've been going hard for a couple of years and I'm pretty spent. Cynthia, my wife, sent Doing me a message smack. the other day and said, did you move out on me and not tell me? Oh, wow. Because <laughs> I just haven't been home. And uh, so I'm a little burnt out. But then like, I'm home for like two, three weeks. And then you start getting like itchy. Not to travel, but just to do spots. I, I start to feel weird. I feel like the three weeks it goes one way or the other. Uh-huh. I don't think I'm ever going to do this again. <laughs> I'm happier than I've ever been. I like been. this. I like just sit around doing nothing, <laughs> putzing around the fucking house. It um, is nice when yeah. you're when you're home for a bit, and then you're like, "Oh, I haven't gone through this stack of mail. Like, I haven't even had the time to, yeah. like, write all that little shit." Like that you, you know, there's there's an upside to a pandemic. Yeah, I know. If there just wasn't the fear of what's going to happen, yeah, to just, I mean, I think everybody, this whole fucking thing where they're like, you know. Can't hire anybody. 
you know, pe people don't want to work. It's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> they fucking had time to contemplate, and they saw the way you were treating them. If you yeah. were treating them right, right, and you were paying them right, they'd come down and take your fucking job, you asshole. They, they always, the abusers always blame the people they're abusing. Always. There's a reason why people ha are not coming back. And they're not coming back to, like, the hardest jobs, like the housekeepers, the food service people, like, those people, like... Yeah, that grind. Yeah, that grind. Just that horrible grind. Why won't they just pay them? I know. That's why my whole thing about all yeah. this whole fucking corporate mentality is like, how much fucking money do you need do to you... make? This is the thing, like, you know, as far as like polluting the ocean and all of that shit. Yeah. That's never going to get fixed. It's like, there's no money. There's no money in recycling. <laughs> there's right. no money in it. It's like, there's no money in thinking about kids' future. The planet will leave. <laughs> I can't make any money on that. What do I care? I'm going to be dead. The only way to get it, because these corporations, you know, yeah. you're not going to be able to rebel against them at this point, yeah. especially with the cops up in San Francisco with that murder robot they just bought. How does San Francisco go from we're not going to even tell people, like, you should get off the street and go yeah. live inside to we're going to shoot you with robots? Yeah, I don't know. What how that do, how is that's a All big... All the leaves are brown. <laughs> it's a don't big move. jump. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's On the ground. Yeah, on the ground. <laughs> you must comply. I, mean, I that... don't... I'm I'm sitting there going like, what are they, what are they going to be taking away from us that they're preparing for <laughs> that they need to do all of this? I mean, is it yeah. really, is it because there's so many lunatics that go out and buy an AR-15? So then the cops are like, they're just playing like this. They're it's just, almost like the Cold War between yeah. fucking lunatics. Yeah, but it doesn't make sense. And cops. But in San Francisco, like they went from, we're not going to even police downtown, just come into Louis Vuitton and just take everything you want. Or they to, gave like homeless people a stipend. Right. That was the best thing. They give them a stipend every month to get them off the street. And then they would, they would rent a hotel room for a week <laughs> right. and just do fucking drugs. And then the next week they'd be broke again. Ah, just walking. Around. Do you need some more money, pal? Yeah. Like, I can see, like, a place like Newark or, like, some, you know what I mean? Like, Bed-Stuy. Like, someplace that's already Dude, there. Bed-Stuy. I think Joe DeRosa lives in Bed-Stuy now. It's you got to go further out on the Long Island to need yeah, a murder got, robot. That's the 80s in me. Uh, you, you know, like, there's a, the gradual place of, like, all right, we're close to robot. Let's just go robot. But San Francisco, I don't understand how... They're allowing it. I was in a hotel that had a robot, and I was so fucking annoyed. What was it doing? It wouldn't fucking let me close the elevator door. I had no choice that it had to get on the elevator with me. It overrided <laughs> me going like that. I'm already in a subservient position to this fucking thing. <laughs> I just wanted... I should have just tipped the fucking thing over. I really should have. Yeah, just knock just it down. Just pick it up. and Why didn't I just why was throw it, it down the stairs? Was its job to It was like run? housekeeping. I don't know what it was doing. No. <laughs> but it was, it was like the president was in town. And everybody had to stop. <laughs> Hold the elevator. I was just in a fancy hotel in New York where they had the old school elevator attendant in the elevator, just standing there. And uh, what floor, sir? The 34? Thank you. I said, it's late. It's midnight. Aren't you going home? No, we're 24 hours. We're 24 hours. Wow. Uh, How many people are left in the elevator operator re, uh, union there's gonna be like seven guys left like one guy yeah. in des moines one guy in new york yeah. it's like there should be a robot doing that job that should be a robot yeah it's um <laughs> i stayed uptown for the first time in a long time normally i'm downtown because the seller's downtown going you're a downtown to new york kind of guy you're a creative I mean, guy yeah i'm just you know put on yeah. my beret i hang oh, out oh, downtown oh, tommy warhol <laughs> yeah just just, just walking see. around soho <laughs> yeah checking out the nike store smoking long european <laughs> cigarettes 
And then I stayed uptown at like 61st and 5th, right mm -hmm. on the park. It's like, this is a whole different New York. This is right. a whole what is that different like? place. Like, what is New York like now? It's, uh, it's back, baby. It's, it depends. It depends <laughs> where back, you go. Baby. <laughs> baby. It Wait, depends where you go. It's back like what? Like, like the that, way it was when we were there? Well, no. No, it's not the golden age where you could ride the subway at two in the morning by yourself and... No, you not that. Be... No, no. I mean, when, oh. when we got there. Oh, when we got closer to when we got there. Yeah, when Giuliani put that fucking right before Giuliani truck down in uh, uh, Washington Square Park, <laughs> yeah. and and Thompson Square Park yeah. was just all like a tent city, and just mowed it down and cleaned it up and took the squeegee guys off the cars. Right before, like it's it's that. Like when we moved in, I don't know when I moved in, like I couldn't park my car with stuff in it on the street and unload i had to have a friend stand guard yeah by the car at the car because people would steal it immediately they would bash your window and steal oh, immediately yeah. and it, it's kind of back to that it's like all that old instinct we, we you could forget about for the next 10 15 years ride the subways late at night and leave your car open with your stuff in it and there's no problem it's back it's back to what it was like all those old but rules. But let me, you know, okay, so all those old rules are back. Yeah. But are the, are the crowds better then? Were the crowds better? Well, because, you know, they went there when, when yeah. I did, uh, when I did, I did uh, Pete's movie in 2019. Like I had one of the, like the, those, that summer was fucking brutal. Because you're just doing sets in front of those. Those groaners. Yeah. I mean, it was just fucking, it was just. Yeah. No, when I think about. Like when I always envisioned myself as an older comic, I, I envisioned myself being the corny old guy. I didn't think that I would be shocking people in their 20s when I was in my 50s. Like, they would be going, oh, whatever happened to Lawrence Welk? That's hilarious. Um, I think it's just because they're, they're under that whole, like, scrutiny of the fucking camera. Yeah. All the time. You know? Right. Like, uh, you ever see people just video? Like, I went out to a restaurant last night, and there was this woman just videoing going in. And I was just like trying to get it. Like, like, it's really just fucking rude. Man, I went like, to. Like, what are you doing? And then just like, it was fucking hilarious. Like, like I, I mean, she was making like a documentary. Yeah. I had a woman. I was at Elton John's last show at Dodger mm -hmm. Stadium. And the woman in front of me, she's like uh, in her like 50s with her new boyfriend. You could tell it was like two divorced people going to Elton John and the thing. And she was doing the same thing. Video. She was. Elton John was secondary to her, what, to the, her content. At the, at the, yeah. yeah, and she one point turns, like Elton John's behind her, right? I'm, I'm, you're me. Right, right. And she's here watching the show. And at one point she turns with her cell phone and it's right in my face. <laughs> so she could film herself with her boyfriend with Elton John in the back. She's literally, Bill, holding it. I'm not yeah. exaggerating. This is where the camera is, right in my face. I'm like, what Elton John does? She doesn't give a shit about Elton John. She definitely doesn't care about me. I know people are just they're in their own movies. Don't you miss the front kick <laughs> from a man to a woman at a concert and nothing happened? <laughs> Back in the good old days, that would days. have been perfect. Right, right between the fucking titties, just to remind her that there's other people in the fucking world. Yeah. Um, oh, it was brutal. But when I think about going to in those days when we were like at the comic strip and stuff, I was thinking about uh, Red, ja Red Johnny and the Round Guy. Oh, yeah. Or Fat Johnny. Red, 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 Red Johnny Red and the Johnny Round Guy. Like that era, like when the comics were the most inappropriate and the crowd was into it, we all just knew it was just chaos and fun. Mm -hmm. Like when you think about those two, he's just 
destroy. Oh yeah, they just leveled. destroy, and it was just an Italian. All this, and it was just in, it was madness. It was. I, I it do was. miss those days. It, I don't know. I think I, if I was in my twenties, I would think it'd be cool living in a city. But as you get older, you know what I mean. I didn't win yeah. fights when I was younger. I don't need to be like in a dangerous city in my fifties. No, it's just like I am just gonna, you know. I had an old dude moment shoulder. on the subway. Huh? On the subway, it was uh -huh. raining and it was ten thirty, and I was going from the cellar down to Soho, and I'm like, I'll just take the train. It's, it's hard to get cabs. I just went down just as the train was leaving mm -hmm. on West Fourth. So. The only people Charles on... Charles Bronson down there? <laughs> it was like, I should have been playing Charles Bronson, but it was me. <laughs> no, more like uh, Bernard Getz. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Fumbling with his pockets. Was, Here, adjusting, have another. Adjusting his glasses. And it was like five kids, like 18, 19, 20, just fucking shit up, like kicking over garbage cans and like throwing shit. They just wanted to, they were just like kind of raging and wanted to mess stuff up and i'm the only and i'm like oh my and i just kind of hey like, hey now pick up that barrel <laughs> we don't do that around here and i went literally like behind the pole you know exactly and just kind of hung out and the next train came i got on immediately it was the wrong train took me to the wrong the right place train. it was the, it was the right, right train <laughs> it was the right train it's the right train get the fuck out of there that's 10 30. that's 10 30 at night on like a Thursday, a Wednesday. And I was like, yeah, this isn't, I'm not going to win these fights down here. It's like, don't well, take the train. What are you fighting now. for? My life. The trash can? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, my life. I mean, they were, if they got, if they saw me, they probably would have, you know, let's fuck with this guy too. You know what I mean? Like, it was, it was I, nice. I, for the first time. It was time, nice while it lasted. It was. But it was kind if of. If you were white, it was a nice time. <laughs> it was an illusion. <laughs> it, it was. It was an illusion. <clears throat> it was. It was. That's they kind of whitewashed the whole fucking island. And they, they just turned it into a bunch of like glass towers. But shit. I always remember like all like Marin and people being like, I miss 42nd Street the way it was. And everyone would have, talk yeah, about we, the, the way it that's was. All we do is romanticize how the fuck it used to be. And then it comes uh, back and you're like, Ugh, yeah, I don't Jesus think so. Christ, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't that fucking cool. Yeah, right, exactly. No, I never liked, when 42nd Street was the way it was, I fucking hated that place. Oh, that awful. place was just, it was just jizz on everything. <laughs> it was <laughs> fucking gross. I still walk through there just going like, there's gotta be jizz left. There just has to, there's no way you could scrub 30 years yeah. of people rubbing one out down there. There was a lot of awful things. Awful, uh, awful. About it, so. Um, anyway, uh, you, you, you're not going to be going out on this tour. I always feel like I got to have the whole new thing, even if it's shit. I feel like it's got to be an hour of me just saying new things. Yeah, just like different things. You don't have like the guilt of this is the one time they're going to see me in two years and I have to give them a great show. Well, my, my thing is if they come out and see me and I'm, already, I'm still doing shit from what they already saw... That they're gonna be like rip off boo saw it on netflix what the fuck yeah yeah i know, I know. but what's I, your opinion on people that jog in the street with jeans on or with no no workout just clothes? jog in the street when there's a perfectly fine sidewalk sidewalk you know but they want the smooth pavement and they jog it's so you already got the fucking bike riders out there doing yeah. the tour de france thing yeah now you got these cunts running down like a third of the way out and i gotta like fucking like yeah. Either stop because there's a car coming. Like, why won't they run on the fucking sidewalk? I don't understand it either. And I, I don't understand, like, if you are going to be running like that, why aren't you head to toe in reflectors and lights? 
Like as someone oh, who's got Mr. Do. I I want them to die. Yeah, but not while I'm driving. <laughs> I'm like Mr. Magoo already with my my vision is so Mr. Magoo. Dude, they got all of that I'm gonna run fucking somebody shit over. dunked down the L.A. River. They got a whole fucking trail. I know. You can run down there. You know what's down there? It's the, the crazy homeless people. So, you go down there, you become a food source. <laughs> you get drowned in two inches of water. Oh, it's simply safe, everybody. Simply safe. You know... Evidently, I believe home should be where you and your family feel safest, especially over the holidays when some fat bastard's going to come down your chimney. Uh, This season, give yourself and your family the gift of peace and protection with the number one rated home security system, Simply Safe. And right now, Simply Safe is offering my listeners 40% off a new security system. Don't put this off. You know, unless you want to. I don't want to tell you what to do, but, you know, you might want to make your family safe. Simply Safe was named the best home security system of 2022 by U.S. News and World Report for a third year in a row. It's a dynasty. In an emergency, 24-7 uh, professional monitoring agents use Fast Protect TM technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify the threat is real. So you can get priority police response. Simply Safe is a whole home security with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door. HD security cameras for inside and out. Smarter ways to de- uh, detect motion that uh, Jesus Christ. Smarter ways to detect motion that alert you only when a threat is real. Relax, it's just a squirrel. Oh, he's adorable. Um, and even hazard sensors that detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. 24-7 professional monitoring service costs under a dollar a day, less than half the price of ADT's traditional professionally installed system. With the top-rated Simply Safe app, stay in complete control of your system anytime, anywhere. I'm a disarm. Unlock for a guest, access your cameras, or adjust system settings. Don't miss your chance for massive savings on my favorite security system. Get 40% off any new system at simplysafe.com slash bird today. That's S-I-M-P-L-I-S-A-F-E dot com slash burr. There's no safe like Simply Safe. And lastly, but not leastly, the one and only stamps.com. The holidays are here uh, right now. Right about now, seasonal excitement or dread is really starting to settle in, especially for small businesses. Slaying through the office to the post office, inbox more like a blizzard than a winter wonderland, rushing to send cards and gifts to your local clients. Uh, It's not too late to get your holiday mailing and shipping under control with Stamps.com. Sign up now and you'll be printing your own postage in minutes. You've heard me talk about Stamps.com. They've been sponsoring the show for over nine years now. And if you haven't tried it, the fuck are you waiting for? Stamps.com is one is a one-stop shop for all your shipping and mailing needs. Get access to the USPS and UPS services you need to run your business right from your computer. No lines, no traffic, no hassle, man. Um, and if you're running an online store... Stamps.com works seamlessly with all major shopping carts and marketplaces. The holiday season, this holiday season, trade late nights for silent nights and get started with Stamps.com today. Fuck, I need to get glasses. 
Sign up with promo code BURR for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, uh, click the microphone at the top of the homepage, and enter BURR, B-U-R-R. <laughs> it really is fucking nuts. Um... <laughs> What was what what the fuck was the last 20 years in this country where everything just became shiny and new come aboard <laughs> and then there was just like a fucking a pandemic we come out the other side and yeah. every city's becoming like fucking escape from New York I know but it's global it's not just here it's global it's everywhere you go is just and look zombie. how the government's stepping in, helping people out. Look yeah. how they can just step right up to the plate. Right. <laughs> it isn't. You just you really uh, you really are on your own. Yeah, <laughs> you are on your own. I will say, during the pandemic, I own, I understand people that hoard guns right. and food, <laughs> and they had like the the place where they were going to go underground. How is your prepping? Do you do you are you prepped for what? For the end, for the end times. Like, do you have a couple cases of water or anything? No, I'm just going to kill myself. <laughs> I'm going to take a few people out with me, right? Take a few people out with me. You know, I got a couple of hockey sticks. I can do some damage. And then I'm going to, uh, yeah, just kill myself. That's yeah. it. <laughs> In front of I'm going to watch ESPN right until it goes off the fucking air. <laughs> and be like, well, I guess I didn't prepare. <laughs> That's it. Go ahead. I go. I always, Give up the ranch. I it's all yours, guys. <laughs> you want to eat squirrel meat and whatever human you can find? You want to live? Good luck. <laughs> you want to rebuild this? Yeah, I don't, I don't got it in me. Long live the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more 80s. I didn't like yeah. the 90s to me. Yeah, I, was, I wasn't into the 90s the way a lot of people were. Well, 90s, but you were you were becoming a great comedian in the 90s. That was like now, now, now. I was becoming a comedian who was learning how to handle being able to do a 20 minute set. In yeah, the 90s. but I mean, I mean, you weren't great then. Sweating but you profusely. Were become, but you were like, I don't. But that was your time now. of like starting. <laughs> when did you start? You started. In I started 92? in March of 92. 92. Yeah, I was a 90. year before Pete Davidson was born. See? <laughs> yeah, I was 93. So the 90s, we were too busy working. You know what I mean? The 80s, you were dicking around and being like a fun kid. And I remember the 90s walking down the street to go do spots at the store, and I would see everybody on the Upper East Side on dates out in these restaurants yeah. and just thinking like, God, I would love to do that. <laughs> I wish I was doing that, right? Yeah. But thank God I didn't. Yeah, no kidding. Because I'd be divorced and miserable. <laughs> That's I'd be one right. of those people. Yeah. My have, kids would be in their 20s yeah. hating me. Yeah. You know? I know. Yeah. Because everybody that I looked hat. at. Yeah. None, it none looked it, like fun. None of it worked out. None of those people's lives Not worked out. Not one. That's how it works for me. Not one. I did the right thing. <laughs> I kept walking by myself to do my dick jokes. It's true. I, I agree with it. Like, I walk through Soho all the time, like, from the hotel to the cellar, and I still... You do have those little pangs. Like you see people, it looks fabulous. The lights are nice. People are ordering stuff. It is fabulous. If you're with it somebody looks, you love, yeah, going out to dinner, there's nothing better. That's better than going out to a fucking yeah. club. It is. Uh, yeah. I'm, Let's, did you ever both, go to a club? We both had a giant void that we were trying to fill <laughs> with this empty business. <laughs> <laughs> no, at this point, like... Uh, Look at me. I got my old man's sweater on. I'm, yeah. Dude, I am so steering into getting older. Uh, I oh, fucking, it's the best. I can't wait. You know what? I uh, got glasses. My glasses. I'm going to fucking out old you. No next way. Time I come here. I'm going to. Looking at. No. No, you're, you're yeah. classic. You're like a classic. Like, you just need a pipe right now. You could be on the cover of TV Guide <laughs> in 1956. <laughs> America's dad, Tom Papa. I mean, I was excited to come here and spend some time with you, and this is 
fun and all. But the really the thing that's really excited me is that on the way back home, I can pass the train <laughs> shop in Burbank. <laughs> There's is there a train, a train shop? shop? Yeah. He's and, in the model trains. And it's, uh, it's and yeah, Christmas. I set up the whole village and stuff. And uh, it's and, insane. Like, it, it looks like the beginning of a movie. <laughs> like, if you if you drone shot that, you wouldn't, you, you wouldn't know that it wasn't a real city <laughs> and a train. Yeah. And you were there in the very beginning when we first moved out here and had the first, like, house and the first, you were, the, you saw the beginnings of the village. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. It was just like we had one house and, like, a train going around. And, yeah, it was like. My dad collects trains, like the, the, like the, the, the ones from, like, 70 years those ago. Those real heavy ones. Yeah. All metal. Yeah. Like, uh, he knows the names of them and all of that type of stuff. Yeah. Like, he'll drive two states away there's a you, guy's really? got a Santa Fe fucking something or other <laughs> that's amazing yeah Billy Gardell gave me a uh, a train because it was he's really into trains like he doesn't do it just for the holidays he just does it all the time like he has he, he looks like he drives a train yeah. <laughs> like, I, I could totally see him in that totally. thing with the lantern and the hat junction <laughs> hanging off the side I, I, I buy that the best and he gave me trains just because it, it was the route in New Jersey that I would be familiar with where I grew oh, up. Oh, he's into it like, like that. Like he knows like the lines and yeah, all of it. So I can I can stop at the train and I really think for like skipping all of the like <laughs> the fancy dinners and stuff and going mm-hmm. into this weird to be able to like I was just on a random afternoon when other people are working as grown-ups. Oh, I could be in a train shop 100%. looking for extra track and hey, how about how much is that stoplight? <laughs> you 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 can be you can be that weirdo that goes into a train shop on a fucking Tuesday <laughs> afternoon. It's the best. <laughs> it's the best. You dude, when you walk in dressed how you are, they're like, "Dude, we got a live one. We're, we're making our rent now." This is a man with time on his hands and some. Have fucking... you seen the new snow-covered trees? <laughs> Do tell. Oh, no, it's Do awesome. Tell. Anybody young, if anybody young watches this, I'm telling you, getting old is fucking incredible. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking incredible. Like the amount of shit. You not only do you not give a fuck about it anymore, you yeah. don't even have to. There's no. a few people in their twenties. Like if you see like old souls in their twenties, <laughs> they're like some of my favorite people ever. They already get it. Yeah. You know? Right. Exactly. I was never that into like doing the stuff you know I you weren't a club guy you weren't oh. the guy that went out and go fucking hit the vip things I bottle can, service i can honestly say without any exaggeration have never been in a club i think that's a good thing because never. that is an unbelievable fall from grace when you get to be our age right. like if you were actually the guy that went into those clubs uh, like John Travolta yeah. clearing the dance floor right. and then banging the hottest ass in the city yeah. to then just be in your 50s with the dad bod. I mean, yeah. that's like astronauts no. when they come back to Earth and they just start crying at a stoplight. <laughs> <laughs> you just like at that altitude. If you meet me, it's just been kind of like, you know, yeah. I had orange hair, it fell out, and then you know, I got an old sweater on. It, it just, you know, I kind of rolled off a curb. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is nice being 54. Since I was in college, I've been going to the same bars like yeah. that look like it should have been closed <laughs> 10 years ago. There's one Irish guy at the end, an old jukebox, like those shitty, but like, like bad I always belts. Look at, I actually <laughs> sort of low key look at some of those guys, the yeah. guys that used to fucking do their sets and then stand out in front of the cellar. Uh-huh. Literally looking like bears when salmon was swimming upstream. <laughs> yeah, waiting to, for girls. Trying to grab chicks as they came up the fucking stairs. Yeah. And I always look at them just wondering now that there's 
and you see there's another young they don't really do that anymore though do they they're, not as much they're yeah. not they're not as uh i mean there are but it's not to the level of like it's just like jadger hoover now there's there's, <laughs> there's there's written text there's fucking pictures there's video yeah ndas yeah there's a whole thing now so i don't know i don't know how they go up that's fascinating to me like to i adjust. feel like yeah well i feel like pussy hounds now have to be almost like tom cruise level in like mission impossible as far as like how do you navigate yeah but you know what it's how do you navigate the kind of woman that actually would bang a comedian after seeing a show well that's what uh that's not a fucking stable personality (laughs) to deal with (laughs) no it's not (laughs) (laughs) but it's almost like uh it's almost like the middle east where they where they play by these rules in public where it's really strict and you can't do anything and then they go to like the hotels the safe zones and they go completely nuts and they can do whatever they want and drink and drug and stuff and then they go back into it. it's like everyone's playing by these rules of it being really Wait, that happens in the middle east yeah 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 like if you go when i was in dubai i didn't know i was gonna say you're doing gigs in dubai yeah i did uh dubai and lebanon and they 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 have like you can't even hold hands with a girl on the street in dubai and you can't drink and you can't but do anything. But if you go into, the, you go into the hotel, if you, you go to the hotel where they're accepting people from around the world, you can go down and all these young people are doing everything, like going nuts. And it's the same okay, thing so with like what, sex how, here. What happens when they leave? If they're stumbling out and they're on something, they don't, uh, what are they, they skin them alive? Just like don't hold hands. Just don't hold oh, hands. Don't hold just hands. go home. Yeah. But here it's like, it's there's like that's this real strict puritanical thing and like we, and everybody's like, fighting each other and whatever but do you think then people are on anymore? tinder then people are like people are on tinder just going and still meeting up and just having random sex you know what i mean like there's two realities that they're playing in like i, I have a couple of opening acts and the whole time they're just back on on tinder and just random oh my sex God. that's what they do yeah you don't need to stand no in oh i'm an idiot no i'm literally thinking about getting women like the way we used to like handing out a business card hey, go to my <laughs> web person. i have a website <laughs> live and in they're person and there. talk to them dude they're like michael boop, douglas boop, in uh, boop, that movie boop. don't dance You're like, <laughs> it's like you're casting a broadway show for your dick that's amazing yeah and then they just they have it all lined up they have it all lined up fucking god bless you young people <laughs> that's yeah. how you use the technology <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I would have been good with that. Oh come on, Tom! Right? Yeah. No, no you get you, you. You know what? It always been long term, long term. This is this a safe vibe that you put out that some women I think are looking for. A safe vibe. Like they, yeah, they just. Are you watching White Lotus? You watch White Lotus? Yes, I am. Uh, you know that and that that is like the show if you're married to watch with your wife. Yeah. Uh, do you watch the like the like that kid like the young kid from Stanford? Like being too nice. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. I think he's gonna kill somebody. I think he's gonna. You think he's snap. gonna be the one who snaps? I think he's gonna fucking snap. Right. I think he's got a lot of fucking rage, and he just sort of sits there and he just keeps allowing himself to get trampled on. And <laughs> right. I just think, or they're leading me down that road deliberately because mm-hmm. he's like just so he's. But teetering. he's too nice. He's teetering. There's a thing like too uh, safe. One of these shows I was watching. Oh, I know that dr- that drum movie, where the guy was oh, yeah. screaming at him the whole movie. You know, I I rode with that kid for eight minutes, and then after a while, I'm just like, just quit the fucking band. <laughs> yeah, get out of it. How many groupies do you have playing in some forty piece jazz orchestra? <laughs> Go join a fucking cover band. <laughs> fuck this guy, not my tempo. I don't give a fuck. 
<laughs> You're gonna go play some. I don't give a fuck about this Glenn Miller shit. <laughs> what do you need his approval? <laughs> yeah, so like 20 minutes into that movie, I'm like, leave. Now leave. Tell him to go fuck himself. And then I, yeah. And then I didn't like in the end, he finally does say, go fuck yourself. Right. Spoiler alert, by playing really well. And then the teacher kind of smirks, like, yeah, that's why I was pushing you. <laughs> and I'm like, you abusive cunt. Let him have his, his victory. Uh, yeah, so. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, wow, I you were saying a, like I just had same... a flashback to Manny Dwarman. You did? Yeah, because I made him hopping mad one time. Oh, yeah. He was literally going, fuck you, you fucking. <laughs> he was coming up. This guy was like, he was almost like seven. What did you do? Was it about Israel? No. It was about... Uh, Manny Dorman, the owner of the Comedy Cellar, yeah. the originator. Oh, them cock-blocking the other clubs. Oh. Yeah. That they, if you could, didn't work, if you well, worked the other like, clubs, you wouldn't work there. Well, you'd be like, I have one spot at 9 o'clock, and they'd be like, can you do it for me, the 923? <laughs> I'm not going to make it. You can make it. And then next week, they would you'd, test your loyalty. you'd have one spot at like 12.05. Can you do the 11.40? I got to be up time. You can make it. <laughs> They would test your life. Yeah, so I started talking to other comics like, yeah, 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 that happens to me all the time, whatever. Yeah. So then like an idiot, I brought it up to him. <laughs> to Manny. <laughs> yeah, with my big conspiracy theory. Oh, no. I'm like, everybody knows you're doing it. And he just started, I don't know what happened. It just escalated. And then he was just going, fuck you, you fucking motherfucker. Screaming like. It's a great I was actually, impression. I was actually nervous because yeah. like, oh my God, this guy's going to die. And then, But it was classic Manny though. Yeah. I came down like three days later, and I was standing there, and I was doing the Irish thing, I'm not going to talk to you. He just uh -huh. kind of looked at me, and just goes, <laughs> just kind of laughed. The best. And I laughed. The best. And I was like, all right, all right. I saw him rip apart someone. It was a dinner. <coughs> someone, it was an Israeli-Palestinian debate. Oh, that was the easiest way to get him going. And this is... Well, didn't you guys kind of do to the Palestinians what was done? Fuck you, you... <laughs> He would go. Like, Manny, I'm fucking with you. I he wanted to, to fight mad. so badly about it. And we didn't. He used to we, give you books. Right. He would give you books and I newspaper still have articles. The books, yeah. <laughs> he would want you to read about the issue just that, so he could yell at yes. you. Yes. <laughs> Learn about this so I can yell so, at you. Because he had no one to debate with. I know. <laughs> we were all there just talking about nonsense. We had no idea what was Dude, going on. Dude, that in the guy was the fucking best and what i loved uh, about him was he loved to argue he loved to debate and the books he got me were amazing mm -hmm. and we got into a big debate one time i was talking about columbus saying he discovered a country where there was already people there <laughs> and he actually argued the other side he goes well you could you could come to new york and you could come down stumble to this club and tell your friends at home i discovered the comedy <laughs> seller and i would be like all right manny but what if i started taking credit for the comedy seller and all that yeah and we had this big, <laughs> this big long debate yeah. <clears throat> it didn't end up with him because i read i read uh, a people's history of uh -huh. the united states probably because right. i watched uh no no i actually read it before my brother told me about that book and then i saw it mentioned in goodwill hunting uh-huh um, oh right, <laughs> when he rips them apart. Yeah, when they had like the other side of 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 uh, whatever the other side's version. Yeah. of like what happened, which are always those are my favorite books to read. Yeah, the uh, really you like people having a contrarian view on things. <sighs> <laughs> no, I just like because I feel like then you're kind of able to be like, all right, yeah, no, there is, you know, and try to figure out kind of like what happened. I mean, I only read one book this year. 
Just one? Uh, well, you've been busy. Well, I mean, it's like a real book. I mean, I've yeah. read a couple of comedians' books, uh-huh. you know, but like those are like easy reads because I, I like the people and stuff right. and it's fun and I relate to it. Yeah. But actually getting like, oh, let me read a book about stand-up comedy. And right. <laughs> I, I can get through it like no problem. In fact, if I could read like smart books like that. Yeah. What about imagine. on tape? What about when you put them on in your car? I feel like that's cheating. I know, but I think I think that's an old guy thing. I think, uh, you know, uh, Gary Goldman signed off on it. A real a, man puts on glasses. And he's a, yeah, and he's he, a big he, reader. He puts on a fire and he sits down and he reads. <laughs> and he reads. I know. But uh, yeah, you're still getting it. You're still getting the information. Just saying. While you're driving around. Because you're busy. But when you're in your car, you listen to nonsense. Listen to books. I just feel like I'm a child. Like somebody's reading me like a bedtime story. <laughs> Once upon a time. I just know I'm going to There daydream. was a group of people here before Columbus. <laughs> and you keep rewinding it. What'd he say? What'd he say? <laughs> Is that what you do? Yeah, I don't do it. I'm just saying this is, this is a theory. I, I, I'm like you. I feel like you should read it. I feel like it I, is cheating. I feel like I get more. It's it's like I'm listening to a movie mm. rather than uh, the experience. No, no, I worry about my brain turning to mush, you <laughs> yeah. know, so I figure, you know, you got to like kind of like uh, put the work in. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> as opposed to embracing new technology that makes it easier. Yeah, and thus I've only read one book this year. <laughs> it was a good book, though. Was it? <laughs> yeah. It was called uh, Wilmington's Lie, The Insurrection of 1892 and the Rise of White Supremacy. Made everything so much shit make sense about how the fuck we got to this point where two people can't talk without screaming and yelling at each other. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and all, all, all of that stuff. Right. Right to the insurrection, the whole fucking thing. Right. It's like, oh, oh. Really? Yeah, and then it all makes sense. Uh-huh. As opposed to like, can you, what is going on? Right. This is crazy. Out of nowhere. Crazy. Yes. Right. It's like, no, this has just incrementally been moving in this direction. Uh, uh, interesting. Yeah. Granted, I only read one book. And I didn't read any counterpoint. So I'm like, this is the one that makes this. <laughs> now I'm going to formulate all my opinions off of this. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, other than that, I've just be, I'm just being a dad. I don't have fucking time to do any of that other, other shit. Yeah, know? it's a lot. It's a lot to have, have this time to just. You're almost an empty nester at this point, huh? I know. I it's know. It's amazing. You're just going to ratchet up the boozing? <sighs> what are you going to do? I don't know. I was thinking of spending more time in New York, like going and like spending maybe three months there rather than just bopping in and out. And and I was like, you know, we're going to be free and my kids might both be on the East Coast going to school. It's like, that's fucking we can great. do whatever we want. Why don't we just go get an Airbnb and go back to living in New York where we came from for like three months. Um, but what we didn't think about was that the dogs will still be alive. And... Uh, just when I get out. Yeah, we've got these two dogs and a cat who all need care and... Dump them off at a shelter. That's what I'm... Well, Gas them. I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I have a lot That's of solutions. That's how you used to do it. I have a lot of solutions. My wife is not into any of them. So it might... The, the animals might What's screw gonna up the What's going to kill plant. you is the cat. The cat. Dude, having a cat's like having a kid that never moves out. I mean, those fucking <laughs> things, are, things are around for like 30 years. They go forever. I know. Yeah, we have a pug and we have a black lab. And uh, they're all healthy and young. So we're kind of, I don't know what's going to happen. You've got to do, even though I've never seen the movie, I've just heard the reference enough. You've got to do a Hunger Games with, 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 <laughs> with the pets. animals. That's why you got to go with fish. Whoever lives gets to come to New York. Yeah, fish would be good. Why can't you just bring the, the pets with you? Yeah, maybe. 
Because then you got to get it's a town- stinky Airbnb that someone else had their cat and dogs in. Exactly. And now you have this black lab that even in our house, you know, with a yard, it feels claustrophobic. Now I'm going to bring How it to some apartment. How did you end up with that menagerie? Children, children, they all want pets and they want pets and they you got kept kids, wanting you pets. Got, and I'm got, like, I don't got, want you pets. You got three kids. You got, two, you got two, two kids. kids. You got three animals. Two kids, three animals. Yeah. And uh, they just kept wanting animals and they keep bringing them in. My kids want a dog and I'm all for it. My wife, wife's like, no. It's, it's brutal. They become instantly the most important part of the house. Who? The animal, the dog. Oh. The dog has to be walked. The dog has to wakes up. The dog, it, everything, all of the energy goes to the animal. It's amazing. They're the, they're the dumbest one in the house and they get all the attention and you have to bend your whole schedule for the animals. We had a friend, my friend Aaron. This is the greatest argument to not get a pet. Don't do heard. it. Don't do it. I'm telling you, don't do don't it. Don't end up like me, man. Don't do it. I guarantee you that you will not think that the love you get from this animal is equal to, the is work. worth the work. No way. So you resent your dogs? Yes. I'm plotting to. <laughs> do you like the cat because it's more independent? Yeah, I do. I hate cats. No, I like them, but I, I don't want them in my house. Why? Uh, I've talked about this. I don't like how if you turn around, you catch them practicing killing you. I don't like how they stalk you. <laughs> they do, but they never really make the I effort. They dude, nev- they'll never do it. There was a chick in my neighborhood that I went to fucking school with. She told me, she's like, you remember old lady so-and-so? She died. You know, when she was alone, she died in her house. The cat fucking ate her face. <laughs> well, well, it waited. The dog would have just sat there and starved to death. <laughs> would have drank out of the toilet, and that would have been it. I don't have animals. You've got, you've got, you've got. You can go visit animals. You can bring them to petting zoos. You can go to the farmers market and have them pet the goats. Don't bring them into your house. It, if I was gonna get, if in a perfect world, I, I would get a goat. A goat? I love goats. They sh- they shit nonstop. Yeah, but they they're outside. And they got sideways and you know what eyes. I like, and you know what I like about them? I like that they like to roughhouse. <laughs> it's a great way to get energy out. Like you fucking push them and like fucking come back at you, man. Nah. Yeah, I like those things. They, they are actually cool. enjoy it. <laughs> Grabbing onto the horns, you fucking, you see them. Like, they, they get like, oh, you want to? My sister has goats. They just goats. stink. My sister has goats. They stink and they're weirdos. They got sideways eyes and you'll just they like. They don't have sideways eyes. They have yeah, eyes they on the side of their head. No, they don't. Their pupils go sideways. Oh, that, the oh, black oh, part. Oh, it goes yeah. like, yeah, they're, they're weird. Yeah. And you just walk up on them and they're all of a sudden standing on top of their house for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I like. I'm a weirdo. Yeah. I. Uh, yeah. I don't know. If you have, if you're, if you have a homestead, and you can let them out, and they can run for a quarter mile, or if you want to get a tax break, like somebody I know, uh-huh. they went out and they just got chickens and goats and shit, so they could be classified as a farm, and they wouldn't have to pay as high property tax. Yeah. <laughs> My sister has chickens. It's pretty good. You get all those fresh eggs. I think chickens are great. Yeah. Chickens are great, and there's something about them that, you know, yeah, I just, but then, you know, then you start attracting all these predators that you didn't even know exist, like uh-huh. stoats and shit. Like, what <laughs> yeah. the fuck is that thing? You've seen those things, like those minks no. and those stoats and these fucking, yeah, they jump on stoats. the, they jump on the, I don't, I, mean, I don't even know if I'm saying it right. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right. It's sort of like an ugly minx, and it fucking jumps on the back of a rabbit and it just starts biting down, oh. and the rabbit's going like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's fucking no. horrible. 
<laughs> yeah. It's fucking horrible. Dude, there, there is no God. <laughs> you, you watch those animal videos. There's just no God. There's not. They just, what the fuck? Did you ever watch the Praying Mantis videos? He created videos? these fucking things that can't even defend themselves. Yeah. And their whole job is just to be eaten. <laughs> and then these monsters just come out. Do you ever see a praying mantis videos? Oh my god, those praying mantis videos are fucking brutal. Oh my god, it's just not necessary. It's really That's why not. if I if if I had to choose any death, any yeah. death without a doubt, it's a cat, big cat. Just they come you? up, they just no, they just oh, they grab you. You go, oh, yeah, they fucking grab you, <laughs> and then you're fucking out, and then they just sit there until your heart starts beating, and then they eat you, as opposed to a bear that's like, oh, yeah, and it's just fucking just ripping you apart as you're alive. Do you ever see a tarantula eat? Yeah, those fucking Whoa. There's a pet store near here, and we went into Right next to the train dog. shop. <laughs> it is. Old Tommy's got a lot of free time. <laughs> it is, right by the cobbler. Yeah. <laughs> and they had a tarantula <laughs> mounting a mouse, and it had stunned the mouse, and then it just, like, lowers this, like, like this tube. Alien joke. And just starts sucking out the insides of the, of the mouse. Yeah. Oh, just on, just in a. Imagine walking in and seeing that in a case and be like, "How much for him?" <laughs> dude, this like people. Yeah, oh my god. Yeah, I, I. Dude, the worst one ever is the uh, is that what's that fucking giant lizard? The monitor. No, no, no. Komodo dragon. Oh yeah. I have nightmares thinking about that thing. What the fuck? What I does that do? do to you? Oh, those fucking things. Those fucking things. You want to talk about just eating somebody alive? Don't ever watch a Komodo dragon. Ever really? They first of all, their saliva is just so fucking toxic. They bite you, then they just back off, knowing you're gonna die within the next 24 hours, and they just sit there like slowly oh. following you around. <laughs> and then when you when you can't stand up anymore, of course you're not dead. Yeah. That's not the way he wanted it. <laughs> you gotta just sit there, and then the thing just comes in. Usually goes for your belly and just starts oh, eating your guts. So you could watch and it. You're going like ah, and you're like watching your colon flapping out of the fucking thing's mouth. I mean, dude, it is just like... Oh, my God. There is no... Um, God? <laughs> there is no God. If you watch nature, like, you're supposed to, like, you know, you get close to nature, you yeah. sense God. I don't... Oh. I don't... Absentee parent is the best I'll give that guy. <laughs> like, why would you create this? Oh, it's awful. Don't get pets for your kids. Don't do it. You have enough burden. You There's no way... You will, you will never even be able to listen to a book on tape. Like... There's no books in your future if you have an animal in addition to what you already have in your house. <clears throat> I think you've been a little hard on dogs. They're, no. You got two of them. I know. And a cat. You fucked up, dude. When I, You're like one of those guys in Utah that marries three women. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. One is enough. Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah. This wasn't my design. There's nothing. I had no participation in this at all. None. You couldn't put your foot down? No. Put some bass in your voice. No. Take your glasses off. No. Throw your fucking yeast across the kitchen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tell them I'm not giving them any more bread. No, there was not. And look, the pro This is the weakness, and you're gonna you're gonna be you are going to be challenged over the next 15 years. It's like the old of seeing captain. the joy in their eyes, and the, your your little kids just like, can we please? And knowing if you say yes, the the joy you're going to create in these little people when you and say yes. they're going to yes. love that dog for so much for 20 minutes. Exactly. It's going to last as long as the you saying yes. And then it's going to be your problem. 
but you can make them so happy. And I gave in and I was like, oh, it's going to make her happy. And it does make them happy. How long you had Makes the them so happy. Uh, we've had one for about five years and one for about three. We got a pug during the pandemic and it... Uh, Pugs go for like what, 12, 13 years? Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, our neighbor... You like sleep apnea though, so you, remember, you know... I know, have... but it's... Our neighbor just had one die and it was like 15 and she was like, oh, they're so cute, but prop, but pugs, right? My wife's like, what do you mean with their... They breathe. They like to sleep a lot. She's like, no, the medical bills for the last eight years, so many problems. They've got so many problems. I was like, I wasn't even thinking about that. I was just pissed that I got to put diapers on it because it I pees in our house. Your problem. Please do. That's why I'm here. Two letters in one word. <laughs> L.A. River. <laughs> <laughs> That's where he came from. They found him on oh, the L.A. River. Because yeah, he was somebody just, else. So he was peeing on someone else's and they furniture. Said, I'm not dealing with this. It's yeah. like the what about Bob Pett? <laughs> and you just fucking picked it up. <laughs> I did. No, I. Uh, no, I, I mean, the joy. They are all in love. They all like it. They all have a great, great time with it. But what? All right, let's go to New York. Let's go to New York for three months. That'll be great. Let's go. The girls are gone. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Who's going to take care of Frank and Bella? All right. Well, I guess we'll just sit here then and watch Frank and Bella. <sighs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. That's what's waiting for me. Is your wife all right with that? I, oh, no. She, she loves them. Oh, she does love them. She loves them in a deep... She loves them, no joke, more than me. Like, she loves them more than she loves me. Do you think because she gets to do that motherly thing because they need them? Yes. Maybe if you were a little more open and vulnerable. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. Shit on the carpet every once in a while. She'd love you. (laughs) (laughs) If I cried once in a while and acted like I needed help. Yeah, it would definitely work. Your wife doesn't want to see you cry. You're allowed to cry at a funeral. That's about it. I don't know. I cried. I cried when my daughter was going away to college. It was like two days before we were taking her. That's fair. And I was in bed and it just washed over me that this was over. This part was done uh-huh. this little our whole life was built just for her yeah, for no both God. of them and there's now no she's time. gone there's and she's no not time. and she's not coming back and it just washed over me i started crying in bed i was just like <laughs> <laughs> my wife i never saw my wife so happy i never saw her so he happy he is human <laughs> she was overjoyed there was something about watching me crumble that really made her and then because then when it was over she kept like poking me over the next month, like, can you believe she's gone? <laughs> and just look at me, waiting for it to happen again. Like, why is that the, one of the only emotions that's like valid? Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you, you like, could be jovial, happy go lucky, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Or that's just stoic and dealing with shit. it. They just, you know what? Because that's the one, because you know what? There's a shame as a man <laughs> yeah, there is. crying. Yeah. Yeah. You're weak. You're broken. And I know I it's to, One time I really, really cried in front of my wife was a, a friend of mine got murdered. Mm. And uh, and then I remember that, yeah, like they actually were like, yeah. wow, man, they, they fucking, you do feel feelings. I know. <laughs> the problem it's is probably too. because all these years, yeah. I was watching all this shit on TV and um, uh she would be crying and I would be laughing. I just talked about this on Conan, but I would just be laughing and she would get uh, 
She would laugh too. Like, why are you laughing? Just, I don't know. It's just funny. <laughs> watching her cry? <laughs> no, just watching the the people crying. It was, you know. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I, was, I, you know, watch the Conan podcast. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, the weird part too, like as there's a lot more reasons to cry. I'm on the edge of crying all the time since I've had children. I think a lot of men are on the edge of crying but for you, a lot of their life and we just push it down. And you push it down. and, be, and Unless then it, you're in the car and you're not at a stoplight. Yeah, right. And you can squeeze a few tears out. The problem is like if you, because we hold it in so much, if you do let it out, like my wife, can, oh, my wife could cry for like three minutes and be like right back to herself. For me to break down, it's going to be a mess. Yeah, no, it's just like decades, decades of like, fuck. Pouring, just sweat and tears and crying and babbling. And it's going to come out like a tsunami. So, And I always just picture your wife just being like. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> hey. Exactly. I and, thought I wanted it. By the way, I'm getting all, I, I, I'm, I think I'm all right now. I, I think I had bronchitis or something. Oh, I don't know what I had. And um, you not know, even sitting across from me for the better part of 45 Yeah, years. now you tell me. But the other part of it is, you know what? You don't want to see your dad crying. You don't want to be like... No, you, you, can't, you, you don't can't, want to see you, dad... You can never cry in front of your kids. No, you don't want to see your dad at the end of the bed, like holding his head in his hands, just no, you're letting it out. You can't. No. You can't do that because their, their sense of security yes is out the window like 100%. they they look at you like you're iron man and right they, they, you have to keep up that fable until you're fucking walking around with your walker <laughs> and then you can be like it was all a lie <laughs> i've been scared since before you were born <laughs> there is no god it's true um where are we in time do we got to wrap this up where are we because <clears throat> i'm seeing people walking around out there like they're waiting to get in here okay we are where are we we are at the end we went from talking about specials yeah to uh, uh how to get rid of your pets yeah to crying as a man yeah is this some of the topics we can expect from what a day <laughs> it kind of is on netflix <laughs> december 13th it, it, bringing it back around it pretty much is what a day i named it because uh, what a day because i always say that in the morning in front of my kids i'm like what a day what a day that's how i start the day off and i like that at the end of the like around five it's like what a day that's hilarious <laughs> yeah it's not in the act anywhere <laughs> i don't have jokes about it but it's just my i just oh, like it's like that. an inside joke yeah. for you i love shit like that <laughs> yeah in the morning it's what a day and by the end it's oh what a day yeah. that's beautiful <laughs> At five o'clock. Yeah, oh, that was beautiful. That was just fucking beautiful. It was good seeing you. Good I was so, you smoking too, a cigar so. with my father, and I sent you that picture, and I, I was know. like, I miss hanging out with Billy and smoking cigars. Well, oh, Billy uh, doesn't smoke as much as he used to there. Well, if you can fit it in, we should do it more than just the podcast. Um, no, absolutely, I could. Um, Maybe bring your kids over and look at the trains. They'd like that. My son would probably rip them up, but I'll, I'll hold them at bay. <laughs> I'll hold him at bay. All right, the great Tom Papa. Always great to You're see you, brother. Thanks, ma'am. Look for his new special, What a Day. What a Day. What a Day. On Netflix, December 13th. Thank you guys for watching. Know your eyes in the morning sun. I feel you touch me in the pouring rain. And the moment that you wonder.
what's going on? It's Bill Burns, the Monday Morning Podcast for Monday, December 8th, 2014. What's going on, everybody? How are you? Um, oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, Freckles. Oh, Freckles has been fucking smoking too many cigars and the fucking booze. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. You know what it is? I'm ready for my fucking year to be over. I'm ready to be on vacation. I'm burned out. I am burned out from uh, all the crap I've been doing. I, I, I don't work this hard. I'm a comedian. I sit around on the couch all day. I, I, I take up the ukulele. Just killing a day, waiting for my show at 8 o'clock at night. That's what I'm supposed to be doing. But, uh, you know, I got a couple things going on. I had to promote my special, everybody. For those of you uh, who didn't hear, I have my new stand-up special just came out uh, Friday. It's on Netflix exclusively. It's exclusively on Netflix. It's called I'm Sorry You Feel That Way. And um, got to admit, people really seem to be liking it. Thank Christ. Um, I want to thank uh, everybody. You know, Netflix, New Wave, Jay Harris for... Uh, directing it, um, giving me the special, the look that I wanted, um, and people seem to like it. So that's all good. It's all fucking good. Um, as far as you were wondering, well, when can I, uh, when can I see it? Can I buy it? Um, Netflix has it for a year. One year from now, when anybody who wanted to see it already has seen it, then I'm allowed to sell it on DVD, Blu-ray, or whatever the fuck I want to do. Uh, you know, you know the deal. So uh, that's when, and that's when I'll I'll have it available. That's just the deal. That's just how it is. You know, considering uh, the current climate on the internet, this is the way you have to do the deals because uh, you know people fucking steal them. <laughs> so if somebody's willing to put the money up for the special. What the fuck are you gonna do? Plus, Netflix works great for me because. I like to try to travel as far as I can, internationally speaking. And, uh, you know, Netflix seems to be getting more international as we go along. So it's been, it's really been a nice marriage between the two of us. But seriously, I got a ton of great feedback um, on my special. And uh, I feel it's my best work, you know. And now that I've said that, you guys can be cunts and be, well, actually, I saw you in Premium Blend and I felt... Uh, the material combined with your fucking velour shirt was much better. Um, the fuck did I wear on that? I think I had on it. I think it was a crushed velvet fucking green button-up shirt or something like that and black pants. I can't remember. It was one of those ones where the, it became dated, I think, before the end of my set. Um, but... uh <laughs> you know, if he once in a while you take a chance and it doesn't work out. I basically look like uh, I'm in Robin Hood's, like if Robin Hood had an agent, like that's how you would dress. Whatever. Nobody gave me shit that night. So everyone who watched was also guilty. All right, let's plow ahead here. So anyway, so I have to take my fucking laptop over to this place here in my uh, my part of Los Angeles. And I take it over there and the guy figures out what I need is uh, I needed a new hard drive. So he puts the new fucking hard drive in. So this morning I go to, you know, download all the information I get, all your questions and whatnot, and then make my list of subjects that I might talk about or might not talk about. So I go to open up this fucking, is it program, 
app. I don't know what the fuck you call it. It's one of the things where you can actually write, you know, you can type some shit on and save it later in like a document. And I open the fucking thing up and immediately it's just steering me towards this SoundCloud shit. Yeah, we can save it. And then you can have it on all your devices. You know, kind of, have you ever thought about how fucking dumb you are if you're using SoundCloud? I'm not even talking about its convenience. The fact that you're just giving access to your goddamn life to, to, to God knows who. You know what? And then you're going to sit around and, oh, I can't believe somebody stole my identity. How did that picture of my dick end up on the fucking internet? It's like, what are you doing? Don't give people access to your photos and your files and all of that shit because of some fucking little kid mentality. Well, what if I lose them? What do you got, a fucking balloon tied around your wrist? That's what you got the backup hard drive for. Put them on there once a week. Just fucking send a few over there. And then if something catastrophic happens to your laptop, you still have 98% of your shit. You're going to survive. So having said that, does, does anybody know how to disable that fucking goddamn cloud? Fucking weirdo, man. Fucking creep. That's just like some nerd. Like if you looked over and there's just some nerd standing in your window with his black framed glasses trying to look at all your pictures, trying to see uh, what the fuck you're writing about, trying to see what websites you're on. The whole thing is fucking creepy. You know what's really creeping me out is somebody recently is trying to suggest that the camera that's on your fucking laptop is on all the time and potentially somebody could be watching you or it's recording you or whatever. Um, what the fuck are they going to save all of that? You know what I mean? Although it does kind of freak me out. Um, I just, I just had a bad week with the technology, everybody. I, um, I am so fucking anti all of this shit. And I know, is, is, I just feel like as convenient as it makes your life, you, the, the amount of fucking uh, money it costs and shit crashing, and then you got to upload it and then try to figure out how to use the new shit. And then them just, just more and more trying to figure out just spy on you. They're fucking spying on you for whatever reason. To try to sell you more toothpaste or to just make sure they got enough dirt on anybody who ever decides to run for political office for the rest of fucking time. Do you realize right now that the next president, right? Not the next president. Some president in the future, say some president in 2040 or whatever, right now is probably getting videotaped jerking off to something, Right? And they're going to have all of that fucking information. All the fucking creepy shit you did. All your weird little thoughts. All your insecurities. all Every fucking thing they need to know about you to keep you in line. I know. Everybody thinks this is like paranoid thought. I know. It's not this where J. Edgar... You know how much J. Edgar Hoover would, would fucking love the cloud? That fucking weirdo. He used to sit there going around Washington trying to... Just have dirt on everybody so he could walk up and talk to you and just know shit about you, who you were fucking, what you were doing, if you were secretly gay or anything. And he probably sat there talking to you, right? The weird look on his face. And you'd be like, this guy's just giving me the creeps. Why is, he, why is this guy giving me the fucking creeps? It's because he knows about your life and he's so excited about it. 
he's probably, fuck, his fucking dick is probably at half mass as he's talking to you. You know? <laughs> J. Edgar Hoover! You know? And then they try to say that that guy actually was, uh, he used to walk around in a dress all day. You know, I don't understand that. I don't understand why you would want to walk around in a fucking dress as a man or a woman. Not really the dress. I can understand the dress. That's like having a bathrobe that doesn't open, right? Wearing one of those fucking things, you know? <laughs> having on a smock. I just don't get the shoes. Why the fuck would you want to wear? I mean, they look good. They look good when the ladies prance around them. But why the fuck would you? Why, why anybody in their right fucking mind would want to walk around in your tippy toes? The whole goddamn day. Fucking up your back is beyond me. And you would think that if you're a dude, you're like, oh, good, I don't have to wear that shit. To go out of your way to actually wear it. You know, just why would you do that to yourself? You know, why? If you, I gotta go ahead, dress up like a woman, but wear some flats. J. Edgar. You know, you're gonna fucking slip a disc. You're not, you're not exactly in shape. Um, anyways, this is the Monday morning podcast. Um, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with my life. I'm so fucking busy. I got one more acting gig here. We're shooting the FXX pilot this week. I'm doing it this week with the always sunny guys. Um, and I wrap next week on Wednesday. All right. I wrap next week, Wednesday. When I wrap next Wednesday, actually Tuesday night. So Wednesday is going to be my first, just back to being a comedian again. All right. Back to my fucking playing drums. Back to my uh, uh, whatever the fucking else I used to do. Going hikes with my dog. I cannot fucking wait. And I got two, three weeks where I'm just going to chill out. And by chill out, I mean probably do stand-up 80% of the nights because I, I got to come up with a new act because I got my big uh, my big tours coming up of uh, Australia, New Zealand, and uh, parts of Asia. Parts of Asia. Singapore. Hong Kong, um, Saigon did not work out. Uh, we're going to have to do that on the next one. But um, And then I'm going to some fucking place in India. I, I don't know what it is. I think it used it's the place that used to be called Bombay. Let me look it up. I think it's there. I shouldn't be saying that shit. Let's see. Bombay, India. Let's see what it says here. Yeah, Mumbai. I think that's where I'm going. Jesus Christ, look at these fucking pictures. Feast of famine. Um, yeah, so I'm going to be doing that. I'm actually a little creeped out to be flying around uh, Asia and that type of shit just because uh, I don't read up on fucking aviation and that type of thing. Just um, I'm just hoping I have the, the whatever plane I'm on, the co-pilot, when he sees we're running out of gas, doesn't give a fuck about embarrassing the captain and says, hey, dude. I'm not trying to be a dick here. I'm not trying to get out of uh, out of line, but uh, we're going to fucking be on the ground at 10 minutes unless you fucking pull over at a station. We're running out of gas over here. Look, I'm not even looking at you. I'm not even looking at you, Captain. Not trying to disrespect your authority or suggest that you're fucking up right now, but you're kind of fucking up right now. All right? I, I'm, I'm nervous about that. Other than that, that and getting caned in Singapore. 
I've been told that you can just kind of do whatever you want on stage. It just doesn't make sense to me that if I'm in a fucking country that you can get arrested for spitting gum on the sidewalk, that I can actually go on stage and talk the way that I want to talk. I don't know about that. Oh, Billy Buttcheeks is going to find out, though. <laughs> no, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, it always, uh, you know, it's always cool. I'm, I'm hoping to actually be able to hang out with the locals, drink a couple of beers, shoot the shit, hear what the fuck they have to say, meet some comics abroad, yada, 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 see what the fuck goes on over there. That's going to start up, um, I don't even know. Why don't I go to my own website and figure it out for you? I actually did yesterday, I did four hours of phoners right in the middle of the football, so I missed a ton of football, but I have to promote these, uh, I got to promote these shows and uh, called some places in New Zealand and Australia. Dude, Australians are fucking hilarious. I'm calling them up and almost every reporter was going, "Um, so you're touring all of Australia? Uh, And I'm like, yeah, pretty much going across, hitting just about every... uh, Every major city except that one city that begins with an with an A that I'm getting a bunch of shit for for not going to Adelaide or whatever the hell it's called. Um, it just didn't work out. But anyways, they all had the exact same question. They would just go in like, yeah, I see, you know, you're, you're touring over here. Uh, why? <laughs> they kept asking me why. And I was like, I don't know. Kind of seemed like, why? why not? Like, why wouldn't I? And they, I don't know. They're like, have you read up on anything that's going on down here? Do you, do you know what's going on in the news? And I'm like, no. Yes, because your accent's really American. I'm fucking American. It's going to be fine. Stop getting in my fucking head. I went to Melbourne and I've been to Sydney and it went fine. The fuck am I supposed to read up on? Wombats? Just going down there talking about my life. I guess it's going to be hot as fucking bulls when I get there. My first one is January 27th. I'm going to be at uh, in Perth, Australia. And uh, I guess it's going to be, uh, could get upwards of 40 degrees Celsius. Now for you, those of you in the land of America, this is the, this is the easiest way to learn Celsius. All right, water freezes at zero Celsius and boils at 100 degrees Celsius. It's really simple, all right? So you know water boils at what? What's it, 212 degrees or some shit like that? So, all right. So uh, 100 Celsius is 212. That means 50 Celsius is like about 106 degrees. You just do it that way. You just keep cutting it in half. You can roughly guess whatever the fuck it is. So they said it gets up to about 40 Celsius. So they're talking over 100 fucking degrees. Old Freckles is, uh, I wasn't counting on that. I thought it was going to be nice and balmy because I've, I've been there in October and um, it was a little bit chilly, sort of fall type of weather. And uh, I guess they were coming out of their winter. Um, I don't know, but I'm looking forward to going to Perth. I'm going to, uh, Bon Scott is buried there for my favorite band ever, ACDC. So I'm going to go pay my respects there. They got a statue of him there. I'm going to walk around Perth for a day or so, get acclimated to, uh, you know, the time over there, which is fucking brutal. That would actually be the furthest. Uh, oh, no, that actually wouldn't be. That would actually be a better t- time zone for me, right? 
because Sydney and Melbourne are further to the international dateline. That's closer to it. So I'm actually moving farther away. So I actually pick up a couple hours. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, sorry, doing the math there. And then, okay, so on January 27th, I'll be at the Perth Convention and Ex- Exhibition Center. On the 29th, I'll be in Melbourne uh, Arts Center fucking thing. <laughs> January 31st, I'm in Brisbane, Brisbane, however the fuck you say it, Brisbane City Hall. On uh, February 1st, I got two shows at the Sydney Opera House. And then February 3rd um, in New Zealand, February f- at Auckland, New- Auckland Town Hall. And then I'm doing the Opera House in Wellington, New Zealand. So, um, you know, I've heard nothing but great things about New Zealand, too. Unless you go to Australia and then they always make fun of them. But it's just like you're just doing that because you got nobody else to make fun of down there. It's the closest fucking country, Right. They're right there. So you get to act like all the fucking yahoos live in New Zealand. You know, I've driven a little bit of Australia. I drove from fucking Melbourne over to the uh, the fucking 12 Apostles, whatever the hell they were. And, uh, you know, it got a little hairy there as we were driving around. You know, that's all I'm saying. You know, you get out there, there's a lot of surfers and that type of shit. But, I mean, you know, I don't know. Australia's fucking insane. Do you realize, like, the top 10 most poisonous snakes on the planet are all in fucking Australia? Every last fucking one of them. Like, the inland Taipan has, like, enough venom. I mean, it would fucking just drop a goddamn elephant, right? It'd bite the elephant, and the elephant would be like, ah, what the fuck was that? And then just, wha-bam, down on the ground, fucking over. And then that thing would dislocate its jaws, and it could swallow that elephant whole. I'm fucking with you. It couldn't. But it could fuck it up, kill it. And evidently the reason why they have that much venom is because food is so scarce. So they have to be, even if they just wing it, you know what I mean? It'd be like if a sniper shot you with a bazooka and just sort of grazed you. That would be it for you. You'd be done. You'd be finished. So uh, I'll be wearing boots the whole time I'm over there. (laughs) I'm going to wear some thigh-high Timberlands, snake-proof shit. Um, I don't know. And I'm sure all the locals will be, yeah, actually, Mike, they're actually fucking scared of you. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. So, uh, and I'm try. I'm, I'm actually going to travel really, 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 really light. Okay. So for all you cunts who are already going to give me shit going, Bill, you wore the same two shirts, the whole fucking tour. That's right. I did. All right. Jim Morrison wore those smelly brown leather pants for an entire fucking tour. All right? I can't go over there with two shirts. Oh, Billy, two shirts. One shirt, two shirt, red fish, blue fish. That's what the fuck I'm doing. I'm going to have two pairs of pants, two shirts, and then I'm dressing like I'm on the Sopranos when I'm on a plane, which means I'm wearing a little fucking tracksuit. And that's it. I'm going to have my fucking toilet tries with me. And I am not bringing, I'm not checking any fucking bags. But here's the problem. I'm traveling with my lady. And you know how women travel. You know, they fucking, you know, they fucking, they bring a lot of shit. Why women be bringing all that shit? Sorry. I went into early 90s Def Jam there. Um, All right. Let's get to the inbox here. What do we got here? Let's let's get to some live reads for this week. Oh, my goodness, everybody. 
Hey, by the way, I've actually figured out that I am dyslexic a little bit. I'm not like really bad, but I've really started to pay attention to it. And the way words get jumbled up as I'm fucking reading them. And then I look at a word and I think it says life, but it's actually file. It's not like like a debilitating kind of fucking thing, but I, I got a little, you know, you know, a little bit, a little bit. All right, here we go. Let me get back to the goddamn questions here for this week. Um, what else did I want to talk about too? There was a huge fire last night here in downtown LA. And it was just, I'm pretty sure it's this apartment complex that I've been driving by, um, drove by a lot this year. I mean, those of you who watch that Seinfeld thing, you guys know that I learned how to fly a helicopter this year. And, uh, so I, I would get up early in the morning and as I was driving down, you know, for my lessons, um, I would fucking drive by this apartment building that was going up in like two seconds, you know, and as I'm sitting there getting construction downstairs and that's taking all fucking goddamn year and I'm watching this thing just flying up. Now, granted, they got a fucking hundred person crew or whatever. Um, this thing burned to the goddamn ground and these firefighters talking about it was hilarious. Was saying how big the fire was, was saying that they actually call it like this was a career fire. You know, like a quarterback had a career day, you know, going 35 for 38 for 460. He had a career day. These firefighters have like a career fire. How fucking great an expression that is that. Are there any firefighters who listen to this? I want to hear about your career fire. You know, I want to hear some from from, uh, some firefighters. I want to hear what's the most fucked up thing you've seen in a fire. I don't mean anything disgusting about death. I mean afterwards. As you're going through the fucking rubble, trying to find, like, what caused the fire. Have you ever just found, like, a safe at the bottom of it and nobody's claiming it? You know? And then you try to get the fat fuck from the firehouse, the guy who makes the chili, to come over there and try to pick it up and put it in the back of your fucking Dodge Ram. You know, it sounds like a fucking movie with Billy Bob Thornton. All right. And we don't tell anybody. Ends up being some fucking. Come on, man. You can't tell me every once in a while. You went in there, you risked your life. I mean, fucking burning to death's got to be one of the worst deaths ever. And you face that every fucking day. You can't tell me. That when you're rummaging through that, you find you don't find a couple of trinkets and be like, you know what? I earned this. Stick it in the front fucking lapel pocket of your uh, heavy-duty rubber raincoat there. It's not made out of rubber, right? It would melt. I don't know. I want to hear some fire stories, but I don't want to hear about people getting burned up. I don't want to hear about that shit, but I just like, uh, you know, is is the low, are you the low guy in the totem pole as a firefighter where after the big boys put the fire out, you're the guy who's got to sit there pissing on it for like the next three days, just standing up there? Going back and forth, that's got to be the shittiest job ever. There's no fucking excitement whatsoever. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, you got the the fucking maniac who writes the book. He gets to drink whiskey, be suicidal, and fuck bitches, right? And then then you got the guy who's the proofreader in the end. Got to make sure the past participle is up with the fucking adverb, whatever the fuck they do. That's That's what that guy is. That guy's the firefighter equivalent of like a proofreader. You know? Or that guy in the locker room who picks up all the towels after all the players fucking rub their balls with them. That's what that is. That has to. There's no way. 
There's no way you're in the starting lineup at your fucking firehouse and you got to do that shit. You're not doing that. You're there when there's the flames. All right? Come on, you guys break that guy's balls when he's up there? Hey, make sure you spray over there. I think I saw a fucking spark or two. (laughs) Um, Anyways... All right, let's talk uh, sports. You know what? I watched very little football this week because I was wrapping up watching. Uh, I was I was binge watching, as the children say. I was watching that uh, that show, uh, The Killing. Um, I watched the first two seasons about a year ago, and I started to watch season three, uh, the first episode. I don't know what happened. I just got busy, and what was cool is uh, during the time it took me to jump back on. Um, season not uh, season four was shot and was uploaded, so I got to watch the whole series. So I, uh, you know, season four only had like seven episodes, so I, I just kind of was blowing through those things. So I missed a lot of games. I did watch the Seahawks Eagles game, and uh, oh my god, fucking Paul Verzi is so goddamn funny, man. Years ago, right? He said that um, he said that, you know, after three games, he said Mark Sanchez was a star. All right? And I said, Paul, it's been three fucking games. He's a rookie. You don't think he's going to have that four game, you know, four picks in a game, that pick six or whatever. He's a rookie, blah, 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 blah. Classic Paul Verzi. He sees a guy out of the gate playing well and then goes, this guy's going to be the greatest fucking ever, right? Um, so anyways, so the guy, you know, he, he, it didn't work out for him. I'm not saying, and I'm not by any means saying that the guy is a, uh, a bad quarterback. He is, he's not a bad fucking quarterback, but, but like, you know, I mean, people were acting like, you're calling him Sanchez, like he was a franchise quarterback, right? So anyways, um, so yesterday he's QBing for the Eagles and he's having a, he's having a good game and fucking Verzi writes, and he finally admitted that he was wrong about Sanchez. So now this Eagles game, he's playing good against Seattle. And he said, he goes, dude, I may have been right about Sanchez. <clears throat> dude can ball. Maybe not a star, but good for sure. And it's just like, you see how he tries to worm out of it? He goes, I may have been right. When, when you said the guy was a star, Sanchez and all that. And then he goes, maybe not a star, but good for sure. And it's just like, dude, that's not what you said. I never said Sanchez wasn't a, wasn't a good quarterback. So, of course, I ran back. You're the worst. You said he was a star. All right. I, I don't want to fucking get involved in this. We, we, me and Verzi went round and round. Because you know what I did this weekend? I actually test drove some fucking cars. And I took out that Mercedes-Benz station wagon, AMG. The biggest fucking sleeper on the planet. Dude, this car was the shit. I'm going to upload some video, right? The car, like, when you go to park the fucking car, it the steering wheel moves itself. Like, it has sensors all around the car. So you put it in reverse, and it cuts the wheel automatically and gets you to a certain point. You just control the pedals, the gas or the brake. And then you put it in drive, and then it turns it the other way. you got to see this fucking, uh, this fucking video. I went over there with a buddy of mine. And uh, test drove a couple of fucking cars. Dude, this car was so fucking badass. I'm driving down the hill and there was this fucking 
smoke show, as they say on Barstool Sports, walking this dog. And the last time I drove in a, I drove by in a car and a woman locked eyes with me the entire fucking way before looking away in horror. I can't even remember. I think I was in my college years. I fucking came down in a fucking station wagon. She should be running the other way. This car was so fucking badass looking. She fucking locked eyes with me the whole... I couldn't believe it. It's like I went back in time. Um, took out one of those and then I took an, a, a different one that was like a four-door coupe. And, uh, dude, that's the fucking car. That is the car because that is like... It's a supercar and you can put a bunch of people in it. Either you get the sedan or you get the... Uh, the station wagon and Paul Verge just kept, I kept telling Paul how fucking sick the car was. And he just kept going, ah, it's just a station wagon. I, I, I just can't get by. I was like, Paul, that's what makes it fucking cool. It's the fact that it is a station wagon and you'd look like, you think the person's a nerd and that they got their groceries and a bunch of pacifiers in there. And then all of a sudden he fucking takes off from the line and his joke groceries and babies are flying out the back fucking window. That's what makes it fucking cool. I just can't, I can't get past that. It's a wagon. I mean, it's, it's a fucking, it's like, Verzi, that's it right there. Okay. You got, you, you got no style. Anybody can go out and like a Porsche. Anybody can like a Corvette. Anybody can like a Ferrari. There, there's no thought process. You know, that's why I like watching shows like Gas Monkey Garage, Right. Fast and Loud, whatever the fuck it's called. Gas Monkey Garage. Oh, I love watching that show. Not when they take a fucking car that's known to be fast. I like when they take a fucking, you know, two-door fucking sedan. Like that time they bought uh, KC's fucking uh, 55 Ford and sold it to Mark Cuban. That fucking car was so goddamn cool. They did that and they did a 1950s Oldsmobile. Like, I don't know. To me, that that's... I don't know. Those those other cars, right? The Ferraris and all that. That's like going on stage as a comedian and telling a dick joke. It's a fucking layup. You know people are going to laugh. You know, I don't know. I got a lot of German blood in me. And what I love about Germans is, is what's funny to me about them is they're really bad about getting along with other people. But you give those motherfuckers a station wagon and somehow that thing will go zero to 60 in 3.6 seconds. Dude, it's a fucking race car. You know, station wagons usually have that seat in the back where people face the other way. This car doesn't have that. That's how fast they're trying to get this thing to go because it's a weight issue. So they got that thing the fuck out of there. And um, that is the first time I ever drove a car, both cars that I drove, and they have a dual clutch. And I never thought I would say this, but it just eliminates. Like back in the day, if you got a sports car and it was an automatic, you were the biggest fucking pussy it, you, it, the whole car was ruined. You know what I mean? Like if you bought a Corvette and it was an automatic, you, you're just a douchebag. Like why would you do that? <clears throat> the stick shift is so much faster. You can slow down by downshifting as you're fucking diving into the goddamn turns, right? Scaring the shit out of your passengers, right? But now, I mean, I, I didn't even understand the whole concept of it. Until like a week ago, I started reading up on how that I was talking about like a week ago, that whole dual clutch system. Basically, this is how fucking psychotic in a good way these guys are who design these cars. I guess a dual clutch system has been around since the fucking early 80s. I just heard about it, which is not surprising because I'm a moron. But basically, you know, when you're driving a car, right? 
you're going down the street and you're, and you're hearing it going through the gears. That wham, bam, wham, right? That little part, you know? So it's, you're going wham, you're in your seat. And then you come off the seat, wham, you're back in and off the seat, wham. You're coming off the seat because the clutch is basically disengaging with the engine. And, you, and the engine's still working like a motherfucker. But for that split second, when you push in the clutch and it's in neutral, you're, the, the engine's working for nothing right now. That little sliver of that little split second when you go to shift, <clears throat> you're losing that torque from the engine. So the dual clutch system eliminates you coming off your seat by it puts the odd gears on one side of the tranny and the even on the other. And I don't know how to fuck it switches off the way it does. <clears throat> but I was driving that car and I'm listening it going through the gears and I never came off my seat. And the guy says you can use the paddle shifters if you want, but you'll never be able to shift faster than the dual clutch. Dude, you just step on the gas and it's like, da, 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 just fucking going through the gears. It's fu- it's you, it's so completely unnecessary to have when you're driving down the street. It's so fucking unnecessary to have when you're just driving around civilians that you got to have one. Um, <laughs> does that make any sense? I am completely sold. On those cars, and I'm uh, I'm glad I went shopping around and all of that type of shit. So now I just got to I got to save up to get one, which is why I'm touring all through Australia, New Zealand, into Asia. Before, dude, I'm I, I'm so fucking psyched for that tour. I, I am going to lay waste to that land down there. I am so chomping at the fucking bit to to fucking do stand up right now, and I got all these goddamn ideas that I want to work out. Um, dude, I got to, I, I can't, I don't know how to tell this story without giving away the joke that I'm doing, but I'm going to tell you why Joe Rogan is the greatest fucking dude ever. Um, I got this bit that I want to do and, and it, it adds like a physicality thing, like possibly even like a pratfall and a lot of stand up comics, whatever, look at it like, Oh, the pratfall, that's fucking hacky or whatever. I'm just looking at it like, wait a minute, that's. That's part of comedy, man. Like, you got to learn how to do that shit. So I have this idea for a fucking joke that would possibly involve something like that. I'm just kind of playing with it. And Rogan's going like, dude, we're at the comedy store. And he's going, dude, you could, do, you could totally do that. He goes, come over to my house. I'll show you how to do it. I got the fucking, I got, you know, he's, he's got like an octagon in his goddamn garage <laughs> with all the mats and shit. He goes, I'll show you how to do it. And this fucking maniac loves comedy so much. He's such a good dude. We're backstage at the comedy store and he's doing these fucking rolls from a standing position onto the fucking floor. And I'm just, I'm fucking laughing going, this guy, like, who the fuck else would do that? Fucking, for for my, not even his own joke. He's showing me how to do it. Oh, he goes, easy. You can just fucking do it like this. It looks like you fall, but you're kind of rolling into it. He did it so well. It's like, dude, you ought to do the fucking joke. But uh, anyway, so if on my next special you see me flopping around on the fucking stage, know that it's because Joe Rogan took the time to show me how to do that backstage, <laughs> backstage at the comedy store. Uh, and by the way, Rogan is back at the comedy store, which is the greatest thing ever. Uh, they, you know, they had a little uh, little riff there. And uh, right, right as I moved to L.A. And um, I remember when I first lived in L.A. in the late 90s, one of the highlights of going down to the comedy store uh, was seeing Rogan, you know, back in the day. So I, um, 
last night I was down there and I actually, I was late, so I didn't get to say what's up to him, but I actually saw him on stage. That's the first time I saw him in the, uh, the OR, also called the original room, um, since the late nineties when I, I think I made a couple of trips in the two thousands to LA, but I just don't ever remember running into him. <clears throat> so he was doing fear factor. Um, anyways, what else? What else? Yeah. So I, I hoard myself out this week, uh, promoting my special. I did Conan O'Brien this week. And once again, I always have a good time on that show. Thank you to Conan and, uh, Andy and all those guys for, uh, laughing when I say something funny and helping me out when it bombs. And, um, I think that's, uh, I think that's about all I got for this week. Oh, the Bruins. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. We had a rough fucking road trip. I'll tell you, that was a rough one, you know? Um, we lost a couple of close ones to the Ducks and the Kings, and them just got fucking hammered by the San Jose Sharks. I don't know what the fuck. I mean, I actually went back and watched it, but I, uh, it was two to nothing when I left to go do some spots, and I came back and I just saw it was like seven to four we lost. We gave up seven fucking goals in two periods. But you know, you always you have one of those every year. You have a regular season game where it just gets away from you. And then uh, we beat the Coyotes uh, a couple nights later. So we went one and three on the road trip. So we're coming back. We got the Chicago Blackhawks. I'll tell you, it doesn't get any easier. We got the Blackhawks at home. I think the Wild or something like that coming up. That's another thing I'm looking forward to over the break. I haven't skated since, like, September. Um, yeah, I got to get back into all my fucking hobbies and all that shit. So, anyways, let's uh, – in the uh, – I, I got to read some questions here because I have another busy fucking day here. All right, wife in labor. Hey, Billy, black and white face. My wife and I watched your new special on Netflix last night. And then at 6 a.m. this morning, her water broke. Coincidence? Probably not. She did not want to watch it because she was having contraction, contractions and was in pain. And I don't think she laughed once. I cackled like a maniac while she glared at me for enjoying myself so much. I think the hour and 15 minutes of glaring caused her to go into labor two weeks early. Is that a thing? Thanks for the entertainment and go fuck yourself. Jesus Christ, dude. Your wife's in pain and you still sat there and watched it? Why didn't you fucking uh, bring her back into the bedroom? Give her a nice book and uh, whatever, peanut butter and banana sandwich, whatever the hell she's craving. Um, I don't know. I hope you had a nice, healthy baby boy or girl, whatever you had. And um, I hope your wife hates you and not me. But um, for those of you who haven't seen my, my newest special, yes, we did. We shot it in uh, with the latest cameras you can have and we shot it in black and white. I always wanted to do a special in black and white because I just think it looks fucking cool as shit. And uh, and also, I plan to do a bunch of specials. And, uh, you know, each one to have, like, its own kind of unique look, you know? So just imagine, I got, you know, some color ones, and then, boom, I got this black and white one, and I shoot this other one this way or that way or whatever. Um, I, don't I don't know. I don't like HD... The level of HD TV right now, it's so fucking clear it doesn't look real. It's like it looks like a tr tropical fish tank. Half of these shows you're sitting there watching a, a car chase and you waste, you're like waiting for a clownfish to swim by the uh, past the screen. I don't know. I'm not in it. I'm not into it. I'm an old man. Look at me. I'm releasing fucking vinyl records and black and white specials. I am regressing. 
All right, last week's 24-year-old version. Version? Virgin. Bill, I wanted to weigh in on the 24-year-old virgin question with the female perspective. Oh, well, I love when the women write in. I always get it from the fellas. This one's from a lady. She said, this kid is potentially sitting on a golden ticket if he plays it right. There are girls that get really turned on by the idea of fucking a virgin, myself included. Is that true? Uh, She said, myself included, when I was still in the game. It's sweet when you don't know what you're doing. Tina, I never would have known that because as a guy, you feel like there's that pressure that you're supposed to lead and you're supposed to know what the fuck you're doing from the get-go. So anyways, she goes on to say, and sweet will get you laid. Oh, it's sweet when you don't know what you're doing and sweet will get you laid. Uh, we'll knock your fucking brains out because we take because we get to take charge and we want to give you a great time. I've been with guys who think they know what they are doing and it was far worse than fucking a virgin. A few words of advice. Don't act all greasy and pretend you know what's going on. What does greasy mean? Cool. Is this for the virgin? Yeah. Just you're just saying fucking throw your cards on the table. Stand there with the fucking rock hard dick going, I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> What's happening? Um, anyways, she said, that's not a fucking turn on when you act all greasy, and pretend what you're doing, and it will reflect poorly on your abilities. Also, don't get too fucking wasted. Yeah, a little liquid courage isn't a bad thing, but too much booze in your system will make you sloppy. If you pick a decent enough girl for your first fuck, she might tell her girlfriends... But your buddies will never know. Um, P.S. Bill, got to see you in Ottawa and you fucking killed it. Thanks and go fuck yourself. Jesus Christ. It's fucking right there. That's the fucking blunt force trauma truth of it all. Um, I appreciate you being so goddamn honest. You know? <clears throat> Is that the way women talk when we're not around? You guys sound like truckers too. Lodge Madge. All right, Adoption. And I'm not shitting on you either because I know I sound like a trucker. I don't sound like a trucker. All I do is just add the southern accent because everybody knows every trucker's from down south, right? Speaking of down south, everybody, um, I am going to be doing another fucking tour of the south, the dirty south. And we're going to get extra dirty this time. I'm telling you right now, I'm putting it together. All right? We're not going to be doing the main fucking ones that I've done in the past, Nashville, Atlanta. Fuck that. All right? Fuck that all fucking day. All right, we're going to Talladega. We're going to Mobile, Alabama. We're gonna go into Mississippi. I wanna, I wanna go into. I wanna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I wanna go to like fucking some of these off the beaten fucking path southern ones. Do uh, do a bus tour. Um, I'm gonna, I'm putting the fucking team back together again, just like the Blues Brothers. All right, that's something else in 2015 that's gonna happen. We're getting the fucking bus back. We're getting Steve, the bus driver. All right. Verzi, Lawhead, and the coach. And that's it. It's going to happen again. Um, I'm actually, right after I'm done with this fucking podcast, I'm calling my agent. I'm going to pick a goddamn time. We're going uh, to put it together. I love the fucking South. I love it. All right. Adoption. Sir Burr, just finished your new special. Amazing as always. Thank you very much. I very much liked your bit about adoption, and as someone who grew up in a family 
Oh, as someone who grew up in a family through adoption, it's my honest opinion that it's the best and most socially responsible thing someone can do. My sister, brother, and myself were adopted by folks, my folks after my dad made the choice back when he was a kid in the 70s and met an adopted schoolmate who had been through some shit in Korea and expressed his true gratitude for being able to live a completely new life. My mom has made it clear that they could have had their own, and it wasn't a question of possibility, pain, or timing. Uh, my dad just always felt the need to do it. I don't know where I'd be without people like my parents, and adoption should really be how our new generation in privileged countries like our own acquire their children. Though I understand acquiring children sounds like the to-do list for an African dictator. Either way, thanks for the thousands of laughs. laughs. I hope you and Nia find tremendous joy in whatever you decide to do. Any kid would be fortunate for you guys to have. Oh, any kid would be fortunate to have you guys as a mom or a dad. Ah, what a fucking great guy. Um, I got to be honest with you, dude. With the fucking world population problem the way it is, you know what I mean? And then all the kids out there that... Uh, for whatever reason, you know, I can't imagine over in uh, Iraq how many kids don't have fucking moms or dads at this point. Through that fucking shit show over the last 10 years, any time a war just, just fucking pulls everybody apart. Um, and over here, you know, well, I don't know if they allow, do they allow husbands and wives in the United States military to both go over there? I wouldn't think so. They seem to not do that after that. I think after they had that one, uh, that ship that went down in World War II when there was like five brothers from the same family were all on the same ship and the thing got torpedoed and, and some poor parents lost all five of their kids, man. Fucking brutal. I think uh, the U.S. military does try to avoid that. So, um, no, I, I, I wouldn't have a problem with that. I should probably do it. I'm fucking 46, right? Didn't I talk about that in my act? I need a head I need to fucking get like a 10-year-old. <laughs> so I'll still be alive when it graduates college. Um, no, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think it's a great thing to do. And also, you know, not only is it great for the kid, it is great for, I hate using the word society, mankind in general, because if you don't have any sort of parental guidance, and you're growing up in some sort of foster home, you know, it's just like you're just going to grow up, you know, with a bunch of other fucked up kids and you just end up doing what they're doing uh, when the person could actually, you know, if you have parental guidance, you go to school, you get a good job, you meet a, you know, you meet a nice lady or whatever, you get fucking married or what do you, you, you chill. If you're all fucking angry from your childhood and all that, God knows what you go out and go do, right? Um, yes, you know what? You reconvinced me. All right, underrated. Doing dishes at spouse's family at spouse's family event is underrated. All right, I was at my sister-in-law's graduation party and decided to help clean up by doing the dishes. I was able to skip out on boring in-law conversations while picking up some credit by offering to do the dishes. On top of it all, I was able to catch the Patriots-Packers game on the kitchen TV while everyone else was having was having to make small talk. Dude, that's fucking genius. I hate small talk. I can't stand going to those fucking parties. Dude, I'm going to steal that. Whoever, man or woman, whoever wrote this in. Hermaphrodite. I don't know who the fuck you are. God bless you. I got a nice crowd, uh, I got a nice crowd going in the kitchen 
and most of the men at the event wanted to see the game. We were rooting for the Patriots to win so the Lions would have the NFC North. Next time you get a, a chance, volunteer to do some easy cleanup. Non-stop thanks and an easy out from boring conversations. Wow, man. I got to tell you, that might be the best one in a while. That's, that's goddamn genius. A musical mutt. A dancing dog. Um... So anyways, what do we got here, man? Look at this. 53 fucking minutes in. 53 minutes in and I'm out of shit to talk about. I'm, I'm a little talked out, people. I, I apologize. You know, whoring myself out, hyping this fucking special and uh, doing the radio, the radio goddamn tour. Let's, you know, this is what I'm going to do. I'm just going to select some right now from my email account. Where are we? Where are we? Here we go. Click here. And then I click here. I'm signing into my account. Isn't this exciting? I have no idea what these questions are going to be. Um, advice. Been out of the game. It's changed. All right. What do we see? Oh, my God. This fucking email's long. Oh, fuck. All right. Hey, Billy Badass. I got a situation here, and I can't make heads of tails of where I'm at with this girl. A modern-day Casanova such as yourself. <laughs> Should be able to figure out how to read this girl, read this girl, and advise me as the next as of the next step to take, uh, if there is one. So here's my problem. Your problem is fucking spelling and punctuation so far, my friend. So here's my problem. I'm 24 years old and was in a relationship with a girl for five years from the ages of 14 to 19. When it ended, it was drawn out, and she strung me along until she was comfortable enough with her next guy. To cut it off for good. <clears throat> yeah, that's what you do when you're young. I wouldn't take it personal. She's only fucking 19. She doesn't know how to get out of a relationship. You know, you guys start dating at 14. Um, anyways, well, she he goes, well, I live in a small town. And the guy she went to was a little sissy girl jean wearing piss and... Ah, oh, easy, easy, easy. Oh, Jesus Christ, dude. I'm not, I'm not going to read. Dude, you sound like a fucking bully. I know. All right. You know what? You're mad at him. All right. I'm going to give you Jesus Christ, dude. Thank God I pulled up on that one. I would have to make an apology. Um, they can't take an ass whooping without calling the cops. Jesus Christ. I don't know if I'm giving advice. Let's just read this to hear how fucked up this guy is. By the way, big reason why I country... Is our, our country, the reason why I country is going to hell in a handbasket is because of guys like this, I guess, because they can't take an ass kicking without calling the cops. All right, this guy's old school. Uh, nobody is getting their ass beat anymore because of cop calling. Ah, oh, Jesus. Which assault is practically a prison sentence right away. I, I digress. Dude, you're a fucking mouth breathing moron. Good Lord. I'm actually ha I'm happy that she's fucking away from you. See, this is why we try to screen these goddamn things. All right, where are we? Where are we? Come on. Somebody asked for uh, men's room, studio tour, etc. All right, let's see what this one is. Hi, Bill. Let's, let's hope this one doesn't have uh, homophobic shit all over it. All right. Hi, Bill. I heard your podcast yesterday. I was dying laughing when you talked about the men's rooms and all the smelly shenanigans that happen in there. I'm a woman who's never been in a men's public restroom, 
So that was a shockingly funny revelation. My husband never tells me it's disgusting in there. Perhaps he, he's used to it. Well, I mean, it's a public restroom. I, by the way, I've been in plenty of ladies' rooms. Um, <laughs> I shouldn't say plenty. I don't mean to say it that way. I've been in there because I used to be a busboy at a restaurant. And in the morning, I came in, and I had to clean up both bathrooms. And I was not surprised at how filthy the men's room was, but the fucking ladies' room. First of all, this fucking... Toilet paper all over the place. I don't know what's going on in there. I think because they have to sit down to pee, they just build a nest. I have no idea. And I'll spare you the fucking details. All right? But it looks like, you know, just imagine a ticker tape parade combined with bodily fluids. (laughs) That's disgusting. I'm sorry, but that's what it looked like. He goes, on the other hand, the women's restrooms are quite the opposite. God forbid you make a sound in there. It's like an unspoken rule that women can't fart loudly in stalls. If you ask me, this is so unfair that we ladies have to hold it in. Well, you guys are doing it to yourself. That's the ladies' room. Please don't blame the guys for that one. Well, you know, in society, it's not acceptable for us to fart in public. If a guy does it, it's funny. Oh, fucking grow a dick. Stop playing the goddamn victim. All right? Let one rip and have your dress fly up like Marilyn Monroe. I don't give a fuck. Anyways, I had the privilege, privilege to use the woman's restroom in, South, in a South Korea airport, and each stall had a device that lets you play classical music or nature sounds to mask the posterior trumpet blasting that's about to shoot out of my dainty butt. It was the best bathroom trip of my life. Anywho, I don't know if you got my email months before. My offer still stands. You're welcome. Oh, to stop by our animation studio. Jesus Christ, I was getting nervous there. Um. Oh, all right, all right, okay, cool. All right. Where do we go here? Where do we go? Um. Do I dare to read? I'm sorry you feel that way. Feedback. I got one more minute to do here. Loved every minute of it, man. Like the black and white. Absolutely awesome. Special. Keep them coming, please. Ah, oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. I can't even tell you guys how psyched I am that you guys like this this special. Um. And for those of you who are wondering why we shot it the way we do, is because I love stand-up comedy, and I just feel like it should be shot like a movie. You know what I mean? Like stand-up comedy has this weird sort of thing where it has this uh, a ton of respect where people are like, dude, I don't know how you get up there. I could never do that, blah, 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 blah. Yet it's also looked at like you're the guy with the lampshade on your head. And I'll never forget when I did a half hour for Comedy Central. I know I've told this story before. And they did the promos for it, and they basically shot you sitting on a stool, sort of making weird faces at the camera, at least is what they were asking you to do, asking you to do. And uh, they just played this trumpet. Like the promo, it's like, you know, Bill Burr's half-hour special. And then they just had me sitting there, like shrugging my shoulders, like, hey, this is my half-hour special. And this trumpet was playing in the background, went, ba-da-ba-da-ba, <laughs> I swear to God. I remember I watched it on I was sitting at home. This is my first half hour special. I was all excited. And that fucking muted trumpet came. It sounded like it was heckling me. Like that's the soundtrack to what the fuck I just did. You know what I mean? I just, I just, I don't know. I don't fucking know. But that's the greatest thing about this age of specials is that comedians have so much control 
that you can actually uh, shoot the fucking thing the way you want to, um, which we did. And um, that is all. That is the podcast for this week, everybody. I, I know I only did an hour this week. I uh, I just let's, let me get through this next fucking acting gig, and then uh, I'll be back flapping my fucking gums again next week. Uh, come back a little stronger. All right, that's it. Go fuck yourselves. I'll talk to you next week. Oh, I didn't even bring it up. The Patriots beat the fucking charges. Um, looked to be a great game. I was actually punching up this fucking script, so I've yet to watch the game. And um, I did see that play that, you know, we intercepted it and brought it back. And there was that great hit. And, you know, those guys, they got to – just because someone gets fucking laid out now doesn't mean it was like helmet to helmet. That was like a great hit. Um, but I actually – I do like, you know, as much as everybody's saying that the NFL, oh, it's – you know, they're turning into this pussy league. I like that there isn't helmet to helmet hits. I like that they're trying to get that out of the game because I got to be honest with you. You know, if you're younger, I can see why you don't like it because you haven't seen any of the guys that you liked when you were a kid be 50, 60 years old and, you know, dealing with the effects of it. Like, you know, the latest one of the latest ones that shocked me was Tony Dorsett, the great Tony Dorsett, watching him struggle with like, you know, anger issues and all that type of thing due to the the hits he took. In his career, uh, I like that they're having him lead with the shoulder. And even then, I mean, you still your head can snap back. It's it's always going to be a violent game. But I think it's great um, that they are getting it out of there because it's still a fucking awesome game. I don't think that guys have to be, like, suffering the way these players are suffering for it to s- still be a great game. So I, I don't have a problem with it. Having said all that, that, I, that was a bullshit call. That was a fucking hell of a play and a touchdown and uh, – I was nervous about that game because I, re- I respect the, the Chargers and fucking Phillip Rivers. Um, so anyways, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, Patriots are 10-3, and three, tied with the Broncos. Thank God we beat them. So we are, uh, you know, provided we, went, we win the rest of the way out or the Broncos lose one, we will have home field advantage once again. And uh, we're looking good, but I don't know, man. I still think the Broncos would be tough to beat them twice, be tough to beat the Colts twice, be tough to beat the Chargers twice. It just is. I don't by any means think that it would be, you know, all these Pats fans like, oh, we're going to the ball, dude. I don't by any means think it would be a cakewalk, but uh, obviously home field advantage would be a huge thing. So I just figured I'd end the podcast by saying a bunch of obvious shit. I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. Thanks once again to everybody who's watching my special. And if you haven't watched it yet, if you could carve out some time to watch it, it really helps me because, uh, you know, Netflix is a ratings thing just like any other network. So if you've already seen it, thank you so much. Please tell your friends if you haven't seen it yet. Uh, and you get a chance. I know you're busy. I'd really appreciate you be helping me out. Cause we're living in a world of blues, breaking us down when they all should let us be. We belong to you and me. I believe in you. You know the door to a very soul. You're the light. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Anything Better podcast NFL edition for uh, going into, wow, man, week number 14. It's flying by. Um, and, uh, yeah, man, look, I'm happy I had a good week last week. I don't know, Bill. I don't know how Bill did. We didn't talk about it, but I know that I went three I and one. I talked about I, I said I got killed. Did you? 
Don't you remember my text messages? I thought you. Oh, I know you won. I know you won I, the one game. You said how did I? How did you do? I said I got killed. Oh, well, <coughs> I went one and three again. Oh, okay. Well, I went three and one. I'm finally fucking finally over this this hump, but only by a game and a half. So we got to keep our, our guard up. Yeah, but Paul, you were in such a fucking hole. I was down eight. You were down eight games, and you've come storming back. Um, hey, that's what happens when you lay off the Packers, okay? <laughs> the Packers. Are I know you were like stubborn with those guys, man. I thought he was going to turn it around, but uh, so Andrew, what is that? That uh, I was twenty three, twenty four, and one. What am I now? Now I'm twenty uh... twenty twenty six, uh, twenty five, and one. You went three okay. and one. All right. And Bill's uh, 23 and 25 and four. So he's 500. <laughs> Ish, There's yeah. no way I'm 500. I went one and three the past two weeks, man. I'm like fucking two and six. Dude, 20, you got dude, no, 22, dude. 26 and four. So that's, that's, that's. Oh, 22. Oh, so he's down two games, 24 and Dude, who ties four times? I've never seen anything like. <laughs> well, that's not me. That's the bookie. I just um, keep picking games where they picked the perfect number. I mean, in Vegas, I would have lost. Well, Bill, I, I noticed here. We're a little more forgiving here. I noticed a little trend here. Some teams have have what do they call it? Stabilized to fix the tides, turn the whatever it is. You know, you know, I always I'm bad right at those. In the like ship. Right in the ship. Turn change the rudder. <laughs> Bill's bad with names and I'm bad with sayings. Some of these teams have righted the ship and uh, wait, this is actually week number 14. So Bill has first pick this week. Bill has now, would you say some of these teams righted the ship. I mean, this is the last three Like all of a sudden the lines are good. I'm supposed to believe that they're going to be good for the rest of the year. They're favored by one. And I'm supposed to believe the Vikings just stink. That's what, well, you know, I, it's dude, the, the Raiders have won three in a row. The Lions are starting to win, but I'm not going to say the Lions. I know. Right what does that mean, though? Yeah. I mean, look, the Lions never righted a ship. <laughs> the Lions ship is in the same direction. I love the Raiders tonight, but then I'm just like, those fucking assholes are going to go back to who they were. They're playing a them. Yeah, they're playing a bad Rams team, though. I don't know. Um, well, you have the pick of the litter. How for can the, the Rams be that bad, Paul? Dude, how Cooper... can they be that bad? They just won the fucking Super Bowl. How could they be that bad? You want to know why? I'm away from that game. I don't like Dude, it. I'm going to tell you why. Because Cooper Cup catches 11 passes a game and he's out. And he did that last year when they won too. Without that guy, dude, it's a it's just a different team. You're telling me in 2022, if you lose one white wide receiver, you go from <laughs> winning the Super Bowl to being fucking three and eight or whatever the fuck they are? I'm supposed to believe that. Dude, I mean, the guy catches 11, 12 passes a game for like 130 yards, and he's like uncovered. Oh, he's an animal. The guy's a yeah, fucking animal. An animal. I'm not saying he's not, but I'm just saying. I mean, uh, were they, that they is, throwing it to him all last year? That is funny. If you pointed him out in a bar and you're like, you see that dude? Yeah, that guy's the reason the Rams are bad. If <laughs> you're like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I know he's like my height. <laughs> playing darts, <laughs> playing darts with a beer in his hand. You're like that guy. Um, yep, it's an even number. Right, so so I, got, I got first pick this week. Paul, first I'm not pick. gonna lie to you. I am, I am flailing. 
Dude, you're down two games. I don't know who anybody is. I don't know who's shot. I don't know who's not. Um, I'm going to go back to something I liked early this year, which is Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. I know it's a a rivalry and whatever, but Joe Mixon's coming back. He's off the concussion protocol. Deshaun Watson's still shaking up the cobwebs for being in that jerk-off shop. I'm going to take the fucking Bengals. Lay it. Five and a half, Paul. I don't like five. I would have loved four and a half. I'm not going to lie. That was a pick I was going to take. It's a great pick. It's a W. All right. Why do you jinx me like that? All right. Why do you jinx me like that? Why do you call me up in the first quarter and say your bet looks great? I never do shit like that to you. It, was, it wasn't the first quarter. I didn't think it's the end of the game. You guys gave Aaron Judge all that money. I, I, I didn't call you up and say, what the fuck are you doing? I'll be honest with you, dude. I don't know if I like that. Dude, three hundred and sixty million for a guy that's been hurt a lot. It's a lot. Hey, I'm glad he's here. Dude, that's going to be like one of those. You guys can afford it. The Knicks, the Knicks with Allen Houston, that that hurt him. Oof. The Yankees can afford to pay some giant fucking six years if he's on the bench with a swollen ankle. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick one. Dude, that... we lost Xander Bogarts to free agency. Yet another guy we got nothing for. Where'd he go? San Diego, they're fucking stacked. Oh, dude, San Diego is putting all the chips in. San Diego <laughs> Super Padres. Um, Good fam. Get out there and, uh, you know, they're not going to fucking pay you. Leave. Dude, I got fucking water coming up on the floor here. It's like, have they figured out, fuck, they can't figure out how to make the fucking basement not get water. I got water coming up <laughs> from the tiles where I'm sitting right now. I got water in in this room right now. I got water. It's a sign. Pick the Dolphins. <laughs> I, I hope somebody picks his offense. That was uh actually Oh, wait, no. Paul said they righted the ship and all of a sudden he's out on the open seas. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something, dude. I'm going to take the Pittsburgh Steelers minus 2 at home against the Lamar Jackson-less Ravens. I know it's a div- I know it's a kind of a rivalry, but I think this kid, Kenny Pickett, this quarterback of the Steelers, has got two back-to-back good games. They're home. It's only two points and no Lamar Jackson. If that doesn't – look, who am I – if that doesn't do it, I don't know what does it. So I'm going to take that game. Well, the Ravens got that kid from Utah that the uh, their coach is saying it would be a starting quarterback somewhere else, Paul. The Utes? The two Utes? The two Utes. The two Utes that beat fucking USC and allowed Bill Ohio who? State – to back in ass first into the fucking playoffs. Bill, who was that fucking... actor? Bill, who was that actor who said, did you say you? He played Thurman Fred Munson. Wynn. Not Herbin Munson. Wynn. Okay. Fred, he was Fred great, Wynn. that guy. He uh, an incredible actor. Um, I don't know why. It's your go. All right, Paul. Well, you know something? All right. I like uh, Sneaky Pete Carroll. Uh, you the love Seattle that Seattle Seahawks minus four. Against the Panthers. I don't know why they're only minus four. I looked up to see if there was any injuries or something. Why are they only minus four? They just got where the fucking uh, Baker Mayfield. I mean, Paul, they're a team in flocks. You know what? You don't want me to jinx you, so I'm not going to say two anything. Of your first two? No, I've said I'm going to be a friend. I'm not going to use. You don't want Paul, me to you jinx, can jinx you? me all you want. It doesn't fucking matter. I'm just I'm. I'm just joking. I I actually like, I actually love both of your picks. All right. 
I'm trying you to find my it. charger here. Burr loves the sea. Bill loves the Seahawks. Like I, I go with the Colts or Packers. <laughs> Not true. I've laid off them for a few weeks, but I do love a great coach. You know, no matter. I mean, Pete Carroll figures out a way to get it done. All right, I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to be a gentleman. He figures out a way to get it done. He's got a um, pumping crowd noise. Whatever the fuck he's got to do. I like Geno Smith. You know. Whoever the fuck their quarterback is. This is a weird one. Dude, why are the Vikings and Lions a one and a half line? That's just weird to me, dude. The Vikings are like one of the best teams in football until like a week ago. And they had a couple of bad weeks and the Lions have a couple of good weeks. That's what I'm saying. All of a sudden I'm supposed to believe that the Lions are the new Lions and the Vikings are now what? There's something um, going on. I tried to look up uh, injuries right. or something on that one. All right. I'm going to do all Capali. All Paulie's going to throw a curveball here. I'm going to take. You ready for this? I'm going to take the New York Jets getting 10 in Buffalo. Thank you. Thank you. What? What? Why? Thank the you. The Jets have been picked because the Jets pick off. The Jets picked off the Bills more than anybody this year, uh, or or Josh Allen in general, and that's that's too high. That's a heavy line for a good defense. Yeah, I think it's law. a heavy line for a good defense, and it is a rivalry. It's ten points. I mean, the Jets could also get blown out, but I just like the points with a. I like the points with their defense and this quarterback that's better than the kid they drafted. So I'm going to take the ten points with the Jets. Yeah, I gotta be honest with you, Paul. I don't think I haven't been too impressed with the Ravens defense. Oh, sorry, the Bills defense. Whoever the fuck they added that free agent to that defense, that fucking lunatic linebacker, I was like, oh my God, the Bills are gonna they're gonna walk. Oh, and he's football. out for the year. He just tore his ACL. He's out for the year. Vaughn Miller's gone. Oh, gotta hate to hear that. Yeah. That, but you know in Seattle laying 10, you love to hear it. Well, I hope he I hope he recovers soon. Um, I'm going to take the, uh, let's see here. I don't know why, but, uh, I'm going to take the New York football giants plus seven and a half versus the fucking Eagles. I just fucking, uh, you know, division rivalry. Giants always play good defense. Eagles had a nice fun time last week against the Titans. They're feeling pretty good going into Christmas. I think they have a couple too many gingerbread cookies and, uh, you know, they let up a late one and old freckles gets a win there. You know what, dude? I didn't know if I was going to take that, and I was thinking about it. I'm glad you did, but you just pushed me to do something. Why not? I'm going to take the Vegas Raiders tonight. Fuck it. Six and a half points. I think they win. They're on a little. You know what? I was a Raider. I also hope you're going to take the Vikings and tell everybody to calm down in the Norris. <laughs> you know what? I think the Raiders, three games in a row, they seem like they're clicking. The Rams are, you talk about frail, flailing. The Rams are, the Rams might even be going for a draft pick at this point, dude. They're three in whatever. No Cooper Cup. Prime time for the Raiders. Hey, when I was in fifth grade, the first team I ever played for, I was a Raider, number 27. I'm going with the Raiders tonight. How about that? All right, I like it. All right, Paul's kind of laying off this one, and now I'm coming back around to it. I like the Ravens. I like the Ravens oh, getting to head the head. I don't give a fuck that the Steelers had two good games in a row. 
This is still the Ben Roethlisberger hangover. I know Lamar Jackson isn't there, but I like this kid out of Utah. I just like this picture. You know? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I literally read two paragraphs on it. Uh, <laughs> oh, Paul, this movie's done, done on Tuesday. That's uh, my Super Bowl. Done, done. I my got three year fucking amazing shows this weekend, three more next weekend, and then I'm just going to fucking drown myself in bourbon. Yeah? Come, no. I'm coming off the wagon, Paul. Are you? Hard. Nice. Hard. I, I'm, I'm talking like fucking, who's that guy who drank himself? To, no, he didn't drink himself to death. He killed himself. Uh, I mean, I or, you could just, or you could just pour way. yourself a drink. I'm going to go Ernest Hemingway. Or you could just pour yourself a drink and sit back. Oh, look who finally turned his life around fucking three weeks ago. And he's acting like the guy that didn't stay up till four in the morning, six in the morning on the tour bus. I know. I know. Burzy, Dude, come, home, come home before the streetlights. Come on. Tomorrow night, you mean? Dude, is it sad that it took me over 40 years to learn how to eat and drink like a fucking normal person? <laughs> what about me? I, I, I went 50 years. I couldn't do it. And I finally had to fucking quit. <laughs> Um, I like all of our, oh, I like all of our picks. Um, that's it, right? Is that, those are my, those are the picks or yeah. I have one more? You have one more. It's kind of stupid for us to go head to head if we're trying to beat the book because that's Ooh. definitely lost. What's a push? Just pick right? the Ravens and, uh, Oh, okay. That's right. I took one the, more. No, I took the Steelers, the Jets, the Raiders, and I got one more. My last, my fourth and final pick for week 14. Well, you know what? Bill made it easy taking the Giants off the board. So that. I don't have to worry about betting with my heart over there. All right. This is a tricky one, guys. Oh, this is a tricky one. Oh, you let the Dolphins sit there against the Chargers. The Chargers, Paul. The Here's Chargers why. Suck. You, you want to know why? Hey, when did, you, when did you become the fucking guy helping the other guy out? Well, I, I need the help. I He's said Dolphins three times. I said it No, he keeps pushing the Dolphins. Here's why I don't like the here's why I don't like it, dude. The Chargers are now six and six, and they're coming off a loss in their home, and they can't. They can't, They need the game. Um, hey Paul, right, everybody dude. needs a game this time of year, huh? <laughs> you know what, dude? How about this? Oh, this is nuts. I'm taking. Oh, he's got the finger going. I saw something in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I saw something. At the end of that game, when he came back, he something happened with him and Evans, and I think I, I liked how the defense played, kept him in the game. They're getting three and a half points, no Garoppolo. Everybody's high on this new kid who's coming in for Garoppolo. Going, oh, this Purdy kid, he came in, he played great. Fuck that. Tampa Bay's going to fucking run after this kid and blitz him, and I like him getting more than three points. So I'm going to take the Tampa Bay Bucks on the road, road dogs, three and a half, Against the favored Niners. There you go. <laughs> I like how you were expecting a big reaction from the two of us, and there was silence, and then you filled it up going, There you go. <laughs> I put that. There you go. You guys are like, All right. I don't know what... With a fucking end, getting the point. There you go. <laughs> Dude, you still fighting right, that cough? Are you it, still dude. fighting that cough, dude? <laughs> Only when I laugh. I oh, was okay. like fucking dude. Whatever I have, it's not COVID. It's not Ebola. 
not the flu. I don't know what it is. I've gotten tested for fucking everything. I'm All just right. happy it's not it's not shingles. All right, Bill. Well, now we have one last thing to do. Oh, now we Jesus. Got Let them fucking Monday night special. Jesus All right. Christ, can we fucking fun this year? All right. Well, it is your New England Patriots at Arizona Cardinals, and the Patriots are minus one and a half. We're, I don't understand. Why are we favorites? We have no fucking offense whatsoever. Our defense is good. We have no offense. I like oh, don't Mac make me Jones. do this. Mac don't Jones going. Mac Mac Jones going. Pass the fucking ball. The running game sucks. I was like, I like that. I like yeah. that. Oh, you know, I like that. He was. He, and you know what? He wasn't. That play call was. He wasn't lying, dude. I liked it. Matt Patricia has uh, been getting a lot of criticism just in general for his choices. We'll say. As far back as the Lions go, when he was with Detroit, pe people weren't happy with him there. They thought it was a mistake. Nothing that happens in Detroit counts. It's a family-owned fucking team. Everybody goes back out as, there. And, everybody as, goes out there and fails. Who's the as, last person that went out there and fucking did well? Hey, Bill. As far back as I could remember, we always passed the ball. <laughs> um, uh, good fellas, nothing. All right, there you go. Uh, there it is. What is it? There uh, you go. I just got a clip I have to watch on this fucking goddamn thing. It's never going to end. Uh, All this right. movie's never going to end. All right, let's go. Well, the under over is 43 and a half. Uh, the line is one and a half. I mean, if I take my heart of it, I say Arizona and the under. Wait, is Kyler Murray playing? What the fuck's going on with the Cardinals? Kyler Murray is playing. Kyler Murray's playing. He's a pain in the ass. They stink. Andrew, they what's their record? They stink so bad that they're 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 one and a half point dogs at home against an anemic offense. Paul, Dude, help me got... out with this one. You're seeing it, Paul. You you've you've gone six and two. I've gone two and six. This is a tale of two two gamblers here. Cards are cards are four and eight. Pats are six and six. But yeah, dude, the Cardinals just – the Cardinals don't have it, dude. Be Belichick's going to win the game. That kid number nine you guys got is unreal. He's unreal, dude, that kid. Um, Yeah, I like the fire in Mac Jones saying, like, what the fuck are we doing? Let's go. I, I All like right, we'll that. take the pats with the points. We'll say they'll let Matt throw it. Mac's going to – Matt. Mac's going to throw one. All right. What else does Bet MGM let us do at this point to try to win a fucking Monday night special? Uh, you can't pick a starting quarterback to throw a touchdown. Wait. So, no, we got it. You got Mac Jones throwing one, Patriots to yep. win by two. And what do you think under over? The under over has been a lot of our, our Achilles heel. 43 and a half. We zig when we should zag. And what is it? It's 43 and a half. Bill Belichick doesn't win shootouts. So if he's going to win, he's going to fucking hold them. And we, we don't score any fucking points. I'd say the under. That's okay. what makes sense. You want to tease right. up a few? What? You like tease it to like 47 or something if you want to be safe. Can we? How do you tease it? Uh, it'll change the odds a little bit, but you just 
you're, you'd be making the bet at a different uh, line. Uh, you're selling me a car right now. That's what you're doing. You're going to give me four grand for this hunk of shit? Absolutely. <laughs> I'm just going to add four grand to the fucking price tag. No, you know what? His gut was that I like his reason. <laughs> I like your reasoning. I like your reasoning. Belichick, if Belichick's in a fight, they're not going to put up a lot of points. I like that. Let's go under Mac Jones to throw one and and the Patriots <laughs> to win the game by two. All right. I'm going with I'm riding Versi. I'm on the Versi train right now. So what right. What'd you say? Do? What'd you say when you when you, you finished your big thing? I there go, you go. Uh, I go. What did you say? <laughs> there you go. It was either there you go or that's right or something. I don't know. There you go. Because <laughs> you guys were just there silent. I gave this good reasoning and you guys just stared at me. I go, there you go. <laughs> no, you gave like a halftime speech. We should have been running out of the fucking <laughs> locker room ready to play. We just sat there. Like, there you go. Um. All right, everybody. Well, this has been Anything Better NFL Edition preview for week number 14. Those are our picks. That's our Monday night special. Mac Jones to throw one. Um. Patriots to win minus one and a half and under 43 and a half. Uh, how do you get the bet MGM app? And, it's, and there, and there you go. And there you go. And, yeah, and there you go. Um, download the bet MGM app. Use bonus code Burr, B-U-R-R. <laughs> put as little as $10 in and uh, bet up to a thousand dollars risk-free. All you got to do, download the app, use bonus code Burr, B-U-R-R. As little as 10 bucks guys. And they'll match it up to a thousand bucks. Even if you lose, you're gonna you're gonna get it. So I don't know what you're waiting on. And uh, there you go. They said a half Greek half Sicilian couldn't be five hundred against BetMGM in December. Hey, they said that until they met you. And let me tell you something, kid. I didn't believe you. I didn't believe in you in September. I didn't believe in you in October. But now, I believe in you more than any other degenerate gambler I know. <laughs> The kid was eight games back in week 10. Eight games back in week 10, and I'm over the book. Let's get him again, Bill. Let's get him again. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep my fucking nose above the fucking water here. I'm rooting for Bill. I don't care about the, the Jimmy the Greek this year. I'm rooting for me and Bill to look at BetMGM and go two years in a row. Well, once they started fucking us on the Monday night special, then it became us against them. That's what we, happened. We united as a team. <laughs> We United as a team. Um, all right, I'm not pulling my weight. So if you fucking cut me, I understand. All right. Um, all right, man. Go Raiders tonight. Enjoy the game tonight, everybody. Enjoy. Uh, well, they're not going to see this until whatever, whatever Saturday. Enjoy your football Sunday. We'll be back for week 15. We hope you enjoyed the last Anything Better regular podcast. We'll be back with that in a, in a week. So, um, there you go. Enjoy. Take care. The Raiders. All right. We'll see you. All right, thanks, man. guys. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. And remember, guys, to bet, you got to be 21 years of age or older to wager in Arizona, Colorado, D.C., Iowa, Indiana, Kansas, Michigan, Mississippi, New Jersey, New York, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, uh, Virginia, West Virginia, or Wyoming only. New customer offer, paid in free bets. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Uh, excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Uh, please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP for Arizona. 
Call 1-800-522-4700 for Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, West Virginia. 1-800-270-7117 for Confidential Help, Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in Indiana, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. Call or text the Tennessee red line 800-889-9789 in Tennessee or call 1-888-777-9696 for Mississippi. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Ohio, and Utah and other states were prohibited. Promotional offers not available in Nevada.